Talk Cricket, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject while enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. And we're going to go ahead and take our shots now. Get yeah, them ready. Because it's going to get warm. So yeah. one, two, three. Three. Ah. Gets easier every week. Yeah, <laughs> your face tells a different story. <laughs> Oh. Oh. It got a little warm because I forgot to my notes and I had to run and get them. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We lost crucial temperature. Uh, I'll forgive you this time. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Yay, limes. <laughs> Thank God for very juicy limes from Kroger. Yay. Oh, well, it's a balmy 105 degrees. today yeah in kentucky uh not today when you're listening to this but today when we're recording this i'm basically naked Kay's about to be naked with me and Uh, Kay's now (laughs) naked with carrie we're very tired because it's fucking hot so it's hot and Kay has started going to the gym and it's a total shock to her system Wait, you've never exercised before. What are you doing to me? <laughs> it's like you only do this at work and you're not at work. What the fuck? What's happening? This is rest time. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on board. Yeah. I don't consent. <laughs> do not consent. It's got it's got to get ready, though, because I, I have a whole plan mm-hmm. for the starting school year that starts next week. Um, ah! yeah, I'm going to get up early, go get some food at school, and then go to my gym for a couple of hours, mm-hmm. come home, shower, classes, food, rest of my day. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Drink that. Yes, I shall. <laughs> you need it. Yep. Oh, God, we just, I am, like, so pleasantly full. <laughs> I'm stuttering for some reason. I don't know why that's happening. Let but, me turn off my vibrator here. Yeah, I know, right? Um. Jesus, I told you not to masturbate while we're recording anymore, Kay. Good God. It's weird and awkward. (laughs) Girl. What? No. What? What weird story am I going to have to cut out? (laughs) My vibrator died. Oh, no. I was using it. Oh, no. That's the worst time. Oh, that's really sad. Do you know how mad I was? Oh, yes. I've, I felt that rage. Yeah. Because it just slowly dies yeah. and you're turning it up and you're like, Wait what is happening? Am I turning it off? No. No. It, it's waving goodbye. It's it's waving <laughs> it's goodbye. Waving. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. And then you immediately jump on Amazon and you're like, oh, God, <laughs> two day shipping. <laughs> How about 30-minute shipping? Right, Same-day shipping. Right drone. Now. I need a drone here in five <laughs> seconds. I'll have a landing pad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, we just had a lovely bowl of ravioli filled with mozzarella made from the milk of a water buffalo. <laughs> of a water buffalo. Yes. And our tummies are full, and we had mm-hmm. some dark chocolate, and we've been working out because self-care is important. Yeah. Even though I totally had a great day yesterday and then binged at 11.30, but it's fine. <laughs> it's a new day. Yeah, it's a new day. And I have behaved today so far. We'll see what happens once I get drunk. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> when everything goes to shit. 
it <laughs> and i'm just like all oh, the cheese yeah yeah same. all the hummus all the jalapeno potato chips <laughs> i um i've started eating hummus with bell peppers changed my life i'm all mm-hmm. i'm always so full after i eat that hummus is so filling i love yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. and it's so good for you yeah oh. my, my therapist taught me that her friend her best friend is a dietitian mm-hmm. and like she went through the weight watchers free foods with me and like was telling me about that because like she knew that i liked hummus and mm-hmm. she's like hey carrot sticks and like bell peppers are really good Broccoli, to dip in it yeah carrots i mm-hmm. love carrot sticks and hummus it's so good Mm-hmm. Um, I like scoop way too much hummus onto mm-hmm. my uh, <laughs> onto my carrot sticks though because it's so good. I do really good about not doing that, especially since I've been eating bell peppers with roasted red pepper. Oh <laughs> shit, girl! Those I farts must up. be amazing. <laughs> I don't remember them because <laughs> I've been in a food coma <laughs> when I'm asleep. <laughs> Excuse me, I just ate 52 Totino's pizza rolls and had two liters, two two liters of Coke while I die. You have a better chance of farting a hole through your teeth. You were right. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh shit. So I've been doing really well about working out except for today because fuck today. It was 105 degrees and I'm not doing shit. (laughs) Yeah, same. I didn't want to throw up everywhere. So today's going to be my rest day, quote unquote. And tomorrow I'll be fucking hungover. So we'll see what I do then. But (laughs) I worked out for like two hours today. Yeah, Kate did the opposite of me. I had to work today though. Yeah, and then I forgot to eat and all of a sudden it was four Mm (laughs) o'clock. And I was like, oh, well. And I was like don't eat i'm cooking (laughs) you know what we need to do next time Mm -hmm. on that Mm -hmm. some toasted pine nuts yeah yes for a little bit of nuttiness Mm -hmm. i think that would be really good oh yes i'll not i won't remember this it it won't be (laughs) until i'm editing this episode that i'm like oh (laughs) i remember (laughs) that's when i remember all the movies i suggest to you too i'm editing and i'm like oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> i forgot about that that's why i put that movie in the binder i was like there is a reason i said young frankenstein <laughs> what was it <laughs> i don't know but my gut is telling me i mentioned this at some point <laughs> <and> I'm putting <laughs> it in <laughs> oh, oh lord all right well this is not what we're talking about yeah today. no but it's been a long day and yes. just wanted to uh apologize for our, our sleepiness so <laughs> I'm feeling better now. That energy drink finally hit. Yes. V8 energy. Yes. Pomegranate blueberry. Oh, God. That stuff is so good. I have to be careful because it tastes so good to not drink like five. Because mm-hmm. I will explode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got pomegranate in it. So mm-hmm. it like keeps it doesn't keeps you from like backing up, which a lot of. Yeah. Sorry. You know. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> a lot of energy drinks tend to either speed you up and give you diarrhea or, like, plug you up. Yeah. Because of all the sugar and shit in them. So, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I love that stuff. It's just yeah. like drinking fruit juice. So, today we are talking about... Cheating. Cheating. And we decided to divide this one up because why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's divide everything. Because every time we dive into a topic, there's, like, 
a thousand different directions you can go with it and I don't want to eliminate it completely because there's so many different ways you can go. I so know, right? We might as well turn it into a fucking series like everything else. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I called Carrie last night at like five o'clock and I was like, I hope you start you haven't started your notes yet. I was like, <laughs> Bitch, no, I don't do my notes till lunch break day of <laughs> I I, I did almost, try to start last night and then I, w- I couldn't find anything because mm-hmm. I did the wrong Google search and then I panicked and went to sleep. So <laughs> here's a little bit about what happened with my case. Uh-huh. My case ended up kind of being another topic, but I'm spinning it in this direction. Did you misunderstand the assignment that you came up with? I did not. You came up? I, I know. I know that. And like I, I had reason and mm-hmm. then I was up until 2 a.m. And I was like, this could go either way. But I'm using yeah. it for cheating. Of course it could go either way. It's our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm bisexual joke. Okay. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was about to text you at 2 a.m. And then I was like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. We'll, we'll just do it this way. <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. So I have some um, really good notes that I'm going to. Pick and choose through as we go through. Cool. Because you got here really fast and I was hot. So <laughs> I I didn't wait I was a like minute. I cannot believe we're recording this early. I know, right? I'm so excited. Yeah. We'll have time for we'll all of our for nonsense. Things. Um Oh, never mind. Okay, it's not that long. I thought it was way longer than it was. Okay. Um But I found some really good stuff and I figured we could discuss a little bit too. So Yeah. Um <clears throat> Have you had any experience with cheating? Um, yes. Been the cheater, the cheaty, or the uh, third party? Which um, is what we're focusing on today, by the way. We're, we're focusing today on people who knowingly help someone cheat. Yeah. So we're looking at the third party. <clears throat> um, I, the other woman. <laughs> other woman. Or the other man. Yeah. Or neither or both. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, quick story time um, about my family. Um... My Everyone grand- is scum. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But it's true. <laughs> oh, no. I was um, making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we can joke about my family, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, my grandmother had two husbands. Both of them cheated on... At the same on- time? No. No, like, she... She married. I was going to say, she is a queen. <laughs> an evil queen. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> she married her first husband at 18. Um... And oh like my was God. Yeah, was pregnant with my aunt. And um then thirteen years later she had a new husband who fathered my mom and adopted my aunt. And um he then like cheated on my grandmother. My aunt went to the store that his mistress was working at, called her out at work, <gasps> and um oh, no. he wrote he wrote his own obituary and wrote my mom and my aunt out of it. My aunt, who he'd, ad- Wait a he'd adopted. Will, you mean? No, his obituary. He wrote his own obituary. I'm confused. Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead now. But, like, he had... <gasps> but he- the evil queen lives! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she poisoned him. Yeah. Well, no. No, because, <laughs> no. like, he, he left her. He left her when my mom was, like, five. Uh, like he was cheating around that time. Um, but like he had, he had an obituary written and he's like, this is what I want to go into the paper. You know what? I don't like to victim blame, but your grandma is the worst. So yeah, I she, kind of get it. Like, she, yeah, she is. I get it too. Um, but like he wrote my mom and my aunt out of it. 
Like, they're not in his will. They weren't in his obituary. Like His he, own children? Yeah. And one of them he adopted. That is cold-blooded. Yeah. Like, he saw my mom and me in a grocery store when I was, like, two years old, and he didn't even give us a second look. Oh, my God! Yeah. Okay, um, your family's cray. Yeah. So, both of her husbands cheated on her. That's why she left both of them. And my aunt's first husband cheated on her. And my mom's or my mom's husband my dad cheated on her like six times <laughs> throughout the course of her pregnancy and until they separated oh when i was like god eight years old. yeah he um he took so you don't have any firsthand experience with like, it though like you haven't I, cheated or i haven't done any of that no i just know of it and that's yeah. like my family was against men, like, didn't want nothing to do with any of them. And I was like, "That, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. And you were like, all right, that's fine. I'll date women. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it at all. And then they were like, no, you can't do that either. And you were like, but orgasms. And, um... <laughs> okay, but what do I do? But that doesn't work in for me, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, my experience, I actually forgot about this until I was talking to one of my coworkers about this today while I was mm-hmm. writing my notes. Um, I have been on both ends of this. Okay. I have been cheated on mm-hmm. um, in a horrible way, in a way that mattered, and I have helped cheat in a way that didn't really matter in that I was in high school and who gives a fuck about high school. Yeah. Um, it was purely motivated by status and, yes, I can get this dude too mm-hmm. kind of thing, and the chick that he was dating which it was high school though like yeah how fucking serious was it you know what i'm saying like yeah you texted each other and held hands at the movies or whatever yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. or maybe you fucked i don't know like <laughs> <laughs> i certainly wasn't because i was you know yeah not interested and um you know it, it was purely driven by ego and insecurity and bullshit like that that mm-hmm. I, I don't fucking count it i'm sorry like y'all feel free to disagree with me but fuck Think yeah. how stupid you were in high school. I think I was, like, 15. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. ugh, whatever. And, um... None of that counts. No, fuck <laughs> like, it. Like, for real. Um, And then... And not like it affected me when I, you know, invested four years of my life in someone who um, I thought I was going to marry. Yeah. And, uh... Clearly, Turns he out didn't he was... have the uh, same motives. Yeah. Um, though he said he did. Uh-huh. And uh, led me to believe for four years that he did. And uh-huh. um, he cheated on me multiple times. And it destroyed me. Like, it's yep. definitely... Cheating is... A, this is going to be a triggering time. I might finish this entire glass. Um, <clears throat> but um, it's definitely... Just quick PSA. If you're not happy, fucking leave. Yeah. Like... Yeah, just leave. Just it, leave. That hurts way less. Be, a, be the bigger person and fucking leave. Like, mm-hmm. because cheating... No matter what happens, everyone gets hurt Yep. when it's cheating. The person you're cheating with gets hurt if they don't know who that you're involved. You get hurt because you're then left alone and the person and feeling empty and guilty unless you're mm-hmm. a fucking psycho. Um, <laughs> and the person that you cheated on feels awful. And you always as someone who's been cheated on multiple times, like you always blame yourself. Yep. And I will say this real fast. It's taken me a long time to come to terms with this. But that says more, if you have been cheated on, that says more about them than it does about you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I-, I will also amend, like, don't 
be a huge asshole like yeah people and maybe they'll stay and like love you but also (laughs) like they should have left if they weren't happy Mm -hmm. at the same time so like it's just i know that it's more complicated than that and that i'm making it kind of black and white um Mm -hmm. which is why we're making this into a series but yeah um and like i mean there's also destroy your trust in humanity oh yeah but i mean yes that um which i wholeheartedly agree with but then there's also abusive relationships Mm -hmm. where the person that's being abused finds refuge and hope in another person Mm -hmm. and they cheat and they're afraid to leave yeah and like that that's understandable too just know that you're worth more yeah is the thing you're worth better and you deserve someone no matter who you are Mm -hmm. gay straight man woman anything in between whoever you are you deserve someone who loves you for you and wants to be with you yes and let me just clarify real fast um let's make sure that we're not confusing this with open relationships or marriages or open mm-hmm. marriages or occasionally swinging or anything like that because yeah. all of that implies consent from all parties mm-hmm. and cheating occurs when lies and deception come into play cheating is destructive yep cheating is the bad one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's lying to your wife and making it look like everything's fine when you're sleeping with your secretary Yep. And you're telling her that you're just tired and that's why you're never in the mood to fuck. Have you ever seen The Other Woman with Cameron Diaz? I don't think I've seen it with Cameron Diaz. I've seen The Other Woman with Natalie Portman. That's a good one. The Other Woman is so good. Yeah. You need to watch it. Yeah, I probably should. I love Cameron Diaz. You love it. Yeah. Um, But so from my experience, it's always... It, it, it's a hundred percent destructive and it's one of it's it's one of the worst things i've ever been through including verbal abuse including manipulation mm-hmm. including body shaming including abortion including anything else in my entire life yeah that i've been through money problems destitution nothing compares yeah nothing compares literally nothing compares I was fucking suicidal in high school and this still is number one on my list of like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Because you always blame yourself. You say, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't I perfect enough? Why wasn't I good enough? Why wasn't I enough for him mm-hmm. or her? You know, it, it's, it, it completely destroys your trust in other people and it destroys your trust in yourself. I completely distrusted. I thought I was a good judge of character and I thought I could trust my gut. Yep. And I could, you know, and it turns out that I was completely wrong about this person. Yeah. You know? And so it, it just, it completely destroyed me psychologically. Yeah. And thank God for wine and, <laughs> um, and Netflix. But, you know, it's just, and for my friends, thank, thankfully, um, yeah. we had a bonfire. We burned all his shit and posted it on Facebook. And then he blocked all of us and we were like, bye, bitch. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> <And> <laughs> You cheated on me, exactly. so big fuck you. And there was a lot more going on in that where I was I was neglected a lot and mm-hmm. manipulated a lot. And every time things would get comfortable, he would break up with me. And then a few weeks later, he would want to get back together because he just couldn't live without me. And then do it all over again. Yep. Oh, no, I'll be better. I'll change. And then two weeks later, it was back to the same shit, you know? And yep. so that's why now it's been such a battle because it's taken up until like this, the past two years of my life that I can trust my husband yeah. like, to where I can be like, not that I don't, um, he will never cheat on me. Like we'll mm-hmm. never cheat on each other. Like we've already, I know yeah. that for a fact, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and then you confirmed it with a tarot reading. Like it's like on a <laughs> spiritual level, yeah. neither of us will ever cheat. <laughs> like it's clear. Yeah. And, um, it's just not in us. Um, 
And I mean, we're also not polygamous or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. we are a hundred percent monogamous people and like this is where we want to be. So, you yeah. know, and um we've worked really hard on our marriage, but like And you still, also understand that like like you said, if you're not happy, leave. Yeah. And that you was, all have an understanding about that, that, which is beautiful. Yeah, like, that was one of the first conversations we had. I was like, listen, I've been cheated on, and it's fucking destroyed me. So, like, please promise me that you will not stay if you're not happy. Mm. Or you'll talk to me about it so we can solve it. Yeah. You know? And that's been what's happened, and we've had a lot of success with it. And not to preach perfection, because we're not perfect. <laughs> we were up till 2 a.m. having an argument just two nights ago, you know? But yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It happens. Nobody's perfect. And um, at this chapter in our lives, we had a lot of anxieties and it just all came out at once. <laughs> and yeah. then, of course, the next day we discussed it and diffused it all and it was fine, you know? Mm-hmm. So we just shouldn't talk to each other after 9 p.m. apparently <laughs> about anything serious because <laughs> then we're tired and shit just comes out wrong. But yeah, I forgot, my, I forgot what I was saying. But um, shit, what was I saying? God damn it. It definitely rooted itself into my psyche of like in the last couple of only the last couple of years I've been able to really relax because anytime I start to feel comfortable with Josh, I start to pick fights. Yep. Because I think something's wrong. Something must be up like wrong with us. If yeah. Every if you know what I mean? Like if things are chill and we've got like our routine, then something's wrong and you're not happy and tell me what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he thankfully understands that. And of course he does get irritated with me when <laughs> I do that shit. Yeah. Like, oh, wait a second. Where's this coming from? Cause like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'll just be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, fucking nothing. I'm yeah. just watching TV. Like, <laughs> What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? I'm like, I'm thinking about how Harry could have destroyed all these horcruxes or whatever like, you know it's like not yeah it's not a thing but it's the, i mean there was a lot of abuse you know emotional and mental abuse there too but well, like then the cheating on top of that just really really brought me down to a level mm-hmm. and like a lot some people who y- you can be one of two ways as far as i've seen like you can be the person who's like oh i've been cheated on fuck i'm gonna get out there and get my fuck on and prove i've still got it and then mm-hmm. you can be the person like me who said no one touched me ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After I was just like, Ugh, like, oh, clearly I'm repulsive because he cheated on me. Like, yeah. That's of course where my brain goes because I have a really nice subconscious. But <laughs> well, know. when I was in high school, um, part of the reason why I didn't have like any long-lasting relationships was because I would I would leave before it could get to that point. Yeah. And I used to do that too. Yeah, like I was afraid of feeling anything real. Yeah, it was drilled into my head my whole life that men were always going to cheat and love was never going to be enough. And love is dead. Yeah. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that was drilled into my head and it was just like you have to focus on you first and you have to be able to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. and don't count on another person because they're going to fail you. That was drilled into my head. And Part of that is true. I was going to say, and... Uh, I mean, I I get a lot of it, but, like... (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. But, like, that's why I... That's why I didn't have... I'm sorry. That's why I didn't have anything real until Kelly. Like, I I didn't feel safe ever. Um... I found this article, of course, Psychology Today, um, 
because I, I, I liked the way some things were worded in here. I probably won't use every bit of it, but um, I was just wondering, you know, I to, to narrow down into our actual topic of the day of like mm-hmm. being the person who knowingly helps someone cheat. Yeah. Or tries to poach someone's husband or partner, I should say, tries to poach someone's partner. Like, yeah. That is something I've been fascinated with. Because, like, I know that mine was, like, a high school, stupid high school mentality. Yeah. Not motivated by anything sexual whatsoever. We literally just made out, like, a bunch. Because, you know, I could. And... Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking high school. It doesn't count. So, um, no one does anything smart in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I love the way this is worded. So, mate poaching is a robust phenomenon. I love it. Robust. Robust. Yes, I love that word. Uh We're going to use that word way more. Yes. And it is here to stay. Yeah. It is heavily gendered. um, And I think it's because the most data they have is really between hetero couples. um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think this is any more or less prevalent in the LGBT community either. Yeah. Um, And you don't have to be fucking bi to be a cheater. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. is one thing that I'm grateful for. What? That my ex didn't cheat on me. It'll fucking kill you. I'm yeah. Telling you, it's the worst. Um. So that's why it became like we both had been cheated on, or he he had cheated mm-hmm. before, and he knew how horrible it made him feel from that end. And he saw how horribly it affected his ex, you know, mm-hmm. and he like, that was one of the first conversations we had. So I was like, listen, this is what happened. This is where I'm at. Don't fucking do this to me again, because I, 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 I don't think I can survive it. Yeah. You know, um, and still continue to date. afterwards. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in that regard, not that I would kill myself, but yeah. that it would, I would turn into a fucking hermit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and just sorry. Nope. Never. <laughs> never again never nope yeah. me and my vibrator gerard will be besties <laughs> and that's it done the end goodbye um are you mad at me is that why you died on me <laughs> exactly like, oh my god whatever so, like um so let me just say this is what it is in the article um when single women see a moderately attractive male they are more interested in him if they believe he is already in a relationship i can't speak to that no. Um, I mean... Uh, but I can see it. I, I can too, because I, I'll admit that I have had thoughts about um, men that were already in a relationship or married. And then I was like, oh, Wrong. that would be destroying a whole family. Let's not do that. Right. Um, so, uh, in fact, one sizable study... So this is from, I think, 2017, 2012. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, once. What the fuck? It was once, at my feet. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Kay's kicking toys. Um, <laughs> one sizable study found 90% of single women were interested in a man they, who they believed was taken, while a mere 59% wanted him when told he was single. That seems skewed. Yeah. Uh, especially since the, and this is what I want to say real fast too, is that you can make numbers say whatever you want. And clearly this is not something that's like on a census or anything like that to where honesty has to be real. Yeah. You know, so like we need to take these numbers with a grain of salt because this is like, 
it depends on the poll you put. There's so many fucking variables. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it depends on the poll you you pull from. It can, and how honest people are going to be. Exactly. Or if they're just going to, like, follow the crowd and also raise their hand, you know, which yeah. is, like, a real thing. Uh, that's a whole phenomenon that we could get into. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm studying statistics right now, st- stats and sociology, and, like, one of our formulas is for, like, a sample mm-hmm. population, and you always do, like, the number of people minus one. Because that helps, like, take out the... A random... Yeah. Something or other, yeah. Yeah. I remember that from AP Stats that I got a C in. Woo! <laughs> Worked my ass off for that. Um, okay. <laughs> Worked so, my ass off for that C. I yeah, did the same thing I with really chemistry. Did. I really did. At one point, I had a 35 in that class. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> when I was in uh, pre-AP Chem in high school... Um, I could have taken AP Chem. I fucking love chemistry. Yeah, I, It's science and math. I, um, it, it doesn't click with me. Yeah. Because I'm more English in history. And it clicks with me because I'm logical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to be honest. I'm not. And like, we, we had a test every week and we would have a chance to retake it if we didn't like our grade as long as we went to tutoring and went through the whole test. And every test, I would get like a 69, and I would go to tutoring, and I would take it again. Uh, 69. And I would either do worse, or I would get the same grade. Okay. <laughs> it was so bad. I'm surprised right. I got to see. All right. So, um, there is no simple answer. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing here. There's no simple answer as to why or how many. Um, remember, remember too, that some traditional types may want happily ever after of emotional availability and financial security, while others may be after less than the full enchilada of marriage and children. So it could be one or the other. It can be like, oh, you're in a successful marriage. That makes me, you desirable to me because I am dating these weird, these 21 year old crazy people. Yeah. You know, or (laughs) who have nothing in mind except where they'll buy weed tomorrow and how much pizza they can shove in their face. Yeah. You are showing me an example of stability and that makes you desirable. Mm -hmm. Or it can be, I don't want the actual commitment. Let's yeah. just be fuck buddies. I saw a lot of that. Like, I'm not wired for cons- for like casual sex, but mm-hmm. like mama, mama could have a, a friends with benefits situation going on because it'd be the same person over and over and you would still like, you know, get have a connection of some kind and yeah. learn each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas a one night stand is just sounds like orgasmless yeah. to me as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Unless it's homosexual. <laughs> But because, you know, women understand women, women have to take turns. So yeah. <laughs> we're always taking turns <laughs> anyway, um, which might not be true either. I don't know. So um, last mm, uh, me thought that's my spot. Sorry. So counterintuitive as it may seem, uh, they may want more than a one night stand, but less than a full fledged full time bow that's theirs and theirs alone. Yeah. Which I get. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense to me. But don't destroy a family. Find yeah. a friend who's also single. Make a pact. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of like in um, Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but don't, like... He was a dick, though. He, yeah, he was. He, <laughs> he was, was a huge, huge dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. I love John Hamm. He's so fucking hot. I need to buy it's that so movie funny. and Mean Girls. Yes, you do. And you need to memorize them both. <laughs> I love my new asshole. Okay. Um, <laughs> I lost my train. Of, I lost it. 
completely lost it lost it we got excited about Mean Girls and Bridesmaids. Yeah, totally. Um, find a friends with benefits situation, not wired for casual sex, is what you were saying. No, I think that was a while back. Oh, I'm, I it's, thought you just said it. I'm sorry. I'm kind of Oh, drunk. here we go. Um, it's counterintuitive, though, mm-hmm. uh, because let's face it, if he's cheating with you, honesty and trust can't be topping your list. No. Is the thing. No, not so at all. you can't be shocked if, you know... Uh, nor can respect availability, spending holidays and family time together, or being his first priority mm-hmm. be top of the list there. So you don't get to feel dis- disappointed yeah, ever for anything because yeah. he has another family. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're the outlier. Like, or they, I, sh- I shouldn't say he, they have another family and you're the outlier. Yeah. Their kids... And their first family is going to come first because they have to keep up the illusion because they're lying. Yep. Is the thing. And I'll be honest. I've wanted a few different married men. And then, like, my my brain was like, okay, how would you, like, you know how it feels, one. Emotion. Emote. Yeah. And No. (laughs) Empathy. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And, like, two, I was like. I hit my face on the mic. If they cheat on their partner with you. They will probably cheat on you. Exactly. And that's monkey brain starts. And then logical brain's like, okay, but I'm going to turn on for a second. Yeah. Think about it. Think about the consequences of yeah. what's going on and what yeah. you expect. So if you don't want to be top priority and you just want like the occasional fuck, mm-hmm. maybe that is desirable to you. But you do need to also think about the other person. Like yeah. the opposite of The Office where yeah. uh, Michael's... Sh- helping he's being the uh he's the other man he's dating donna i think her name is and she's a bartender and she's married yes i remember that yeah and um andy of course because he's been just ripped to shreds by angela and Mm -hmm. dwight who are meant to be together like let's be real yeah um like i'm not for cheating which Mm -hmm. is contradicted by my love of outlander and (laughs) yeah and the and my opinion that dwight and angela belong together but i do outlander is a little different it is it's totally it's totally different josh doesn't Mm -hmm. see it that way but (laughs) like i don't get it she's cheating and i'm like but honey she has to fucking survive yeah and (laughs) she she thinks that she's not gonna go back never gonna go back like yeah yeah it's not the same at all fucking love that show but it's on netflix now i i I I need to binge it part of it is yeah not all of it Cool. Um, but anyway, um, I still also believe that true love wins mm-hmm. at the same time. So there is that. But he, Andy is like, have you even met this guy? Because the person can always say, oh, my husband's an asshole or my wife's an asshole. Like, I just yeah. need some fulfillment and I don't want to leave my kids. But then it's like, okay, but have you even met the guy? Mm-hmm. Do you know that what they're saying is true? And then he goes and meets the guy and then he can't. Yeah. Like keep doing it because he's seen what a nice guy her husband actually is and she's yeah. just needing fulfillment elsewhere you know so and that's where communication comes into play in your marriage of okay listen i'm looking for something more exciting or something like that do you want to maybe pull in a third person and have a threesome do we want to maybe make things more exciting in the bedroom or what like what can we do because i feel like i feel like i'm not happy anymore or like this isn't enough kind of thing so and you need to be careful about when you bring that up yes that's true absolutely and um okay take into account if someone's had trauma and um (laughs) so um here's the biggest thing that makes the most sense to me Mm -hmm. sneaking around is exciting yeah i could see that 
I've experienced that firsthand. Mm-hmm. Not in the cheating aspect, but in the, oh my God, we might get caught. <laughs> College was a weird time. Okay. Um, <laughs> College is a weird time. College is isn't real. So true. It's not real. Um, <laughs> nothing counts. My um, psychology uh, teacher in high school was always like, college isn't real. No. You just do whatever the fuck you want to do in college, but it's not real. <laughs> exactly. But you know what I'm saying. Sneaking yeah. around, keeping it secret makes it like naughty and dirty. And it's like, oh, it's, I'm a little mm-hmm. turned on just talking about it. Like it's exciting. So yeah. um, probably not the same when you have kids and it's like, oh, they might walk in. It's like no. <laughs> not the same at all. Lock your doors. But you know, <laughs> how do you explain that? <laughs> I had someone over to spend the night and I went down to tell my mom, hey, we're going to go for a walk real quick. And the door was locked and I was like, OK, they don't care. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> um, OK, so some women may have. Or, oh, fuck. Sorry. I'll cut that. All right. So some people may have decided to. Ne- oh, well, no, this is gendered. Sorry. So um, some women ha- may have decided to never trust a man. Yeah. Uh, the logic goes something like this. If he has a wife at home and is cheating with me, I know he's not cheating on me, which isn't necessarily true. Nope. Because some people got lots of time. I don't have the fucking energy to cheat on anybody. <laughs> I don't either. It takes no, all I... my energy to make this man happy. <laughs> like. Yeah, I can see that. I, <laughs> it takes a lot of energy to make me happy. That too, girl. Like, me happy, keep my relationship alive, take care of my dog, clean my house, do my laundry, do my job. Fuck it. Run this podcast. Yeah. Watch Netflix. <laughs> eat pizza. Like, it's just my schedule's full. Yeah. It's full. Yeah, it's full. And <laughs> I'm also a really fucking terrible liar, so. <laughs> girl, say. For real. We do have a running joke, though. Like, when we're out of town or something, and Uh I'm like, all right, well, text me when you're coming home. He's like, oh, so you can kick him out? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, we need to have our alone time. You've been here a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning me and the PlayStation. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Kick him or her out. Mm -hmm. Who knows what I'll be watching. Yep. Um... (laughs) Um, so, and also the, and the sex is great because it's new, adventurous, no strings attached, that kind of thing, which is how kind of every new relationship starts, you know? And it it puts a lot more pressure on there with you start a relationship, start intimacy with strings attached. Uh, You know, it's honestly way more freeing to just be like, oh, it's just for tonight. And then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Look at that Carrie nose thing that applied to life. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I'm not cutting that. And um, there's also the super competitive people who crave competition. Yep. Uh, seeing mate poaching as the mother load of wins to boost their self-esteem. Um, the hotter the rival, the hotter they are, the more they feel superior to the partner in terms of having the goods that the person wants. Yeah. That their target wants. Well, like, a lot of rap songs are like this. Like, one that I've been hearing a lot on my 2000s R&B <laughs> radio oh, station. no. Is it R. Kelly? No. God. Um, let's Blech. not even talk about R. Kelly. Um, but it's we like, already did in a past episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pleasure P's Boyfriend Number 2. I don't know. Uh, Boyfriend number two, get a yeah, girl. Yeah. Or a gr- guy. Well, I don't know. Well, he's <laughs> I don't like. Know your life. <laughs> yeah, like, he's talking about this woman, and he's like, call me when your man's not around. Like, I can take you a million different places where he's not going to be, and he's not going to know anybody, and like, yeah. 
a whole new world. <laughs> Basically. A new fantastic point, point of, of view. view. No one to tell us no or where to go or say we're only dreaming. Sorry. That was amazing, and that's the grossest song I've ever heard. Not the Aladdin song, of course. That's yeah. pure and beautiful, but yeah. gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, that mean, reminds me of when I was working, and that dude came in, and his wife was fucking there with his children. Oh, my God. And I was setting up his account, and he was like, call me on Fridays. My wife isn't home. And I was so shocked yeah. that I didn't have a retort of, like, isn't that your wife? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That you are married to this piece of shit. Here's your movies. Have a nice day. Didn't have that in my head because I was so fucking shocked that he was saying this shit to me. And then like they left and I looked at my coworker. I think it was Melanie. Like I looked at Melanie and I was like, was he hitting on me in front of my, in front of his wife? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I think so. (laughs) That's fucking weird. And I was like, yeah. And his children. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, Carrie. Gross. The guy that came in the other night. If you're 18, it's legal. Want to show me around? Show oh me some action movie? God. <laughs> no, no. I got a sweet. Actually, <laughs> no. You saying 18 makes it legal proves you're a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Get the and fuck he has out a of my store. year old daughter. Get the. F- oh. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. And he's told me about I'm going to fucking vomit everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Carrie, it was... Call the fucking police the next time he comes in. Oh my god, two of... This man's harassing me, please let... Please escort him out. Yeah, two of my regulars, like, saw him being a fucking weirdo and, like, came up to the counter and were just hanging out up at the front of the store. And, like, as soon as... the best customers. Yeah, as soon as he left, I was like... Which is counterintuitive to what I just said or whatever, contradictory, but (laughs) we do. Uh, And, like, they came up to check out and I'm like, thank you for coming up here. Because he was a giant weirdo. Mm. And they were like, oh yeah we heard and like yeah. I, I was telling them like what he said when he came in and they were like uh call the police next time he comes in and get marcos to walk you That's to your I car just said. yeah call the fucking police next time he comes yeah in. he's disgusting yeah he's gross <laughs> no i and got a sweet 16 year old daughter which means he's old enough to be your fucking father yeah Ugh. <laughs> It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I just like how I was just like, I gotta sweep. I gotta sweep. Sorry. (laughs) Sweeping is more exciting to me and more enticing to me than talking to you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Can you please leave me alone? (laughs) Okay, but the competition part makes sense, right? Um, Yeah. And then let's not forget the purely carnal aspect, as long as it's illicit and forbidden. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Forbidden love. (laughs) Sparks fly. Yeah. If he if they were to actually leave their partner to make this relationship permanent, brace yourself for a nosedive. Mm-hmm. For starters, they cheated on them with you. So how could you ever know they wouldn't treat you the same way? Exactly. Which like makes what you I paranoid. Just said. Yep. Yes. Um, and also the sex might get kind of humdrum once they're available. Yep. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. And Jay Shetty has a video about the or he has a bunch of videos about this actually. One of them's really coming to mind. But What are you talking about? Who who are you talking about? That guy that I sent you the video like about the girl who had been cheated on. 
I do remember that video, but I don't remember the specifics of it. It was really good, though. Yeah. Like, he does a oh, lot of great videos. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we need to post that. Yeah. For this episode. Post that mm-hmm. to the Facebook group. Okay. Oh. The group and the page. Oh, guys. Guys, I got to... Guys. Don't do it right now. Okay. Wait the end because okay. I'm in the middle of my section. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay. So, um... Uh, ba, 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 ba. Okay, so uh, last thing, and then I've got a really cool blog post that I'm gonna sh- or article from the New York Times that I want to read. Okay, um, about someone writing about this from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Cool, the perspective of someone who knowingly helped someone cheat. So, yeah. um, kind of like the last episode. <laughs> <sighs> There's just so much material out there, you guys. Oh my so, god! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what about tactics? How do they do it? Uh, mate poachers, whether they want commitment or just sex, have a range of tactics from dissing their current partner. Um, for example, you deserve someone better. Someone like me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn on my porn star voice for this. Um, <laughs> to showcasing desirable qualities that the current male, that the current mate lacks. Yep. She's cold and unfeeling. However, I am warm, vivacious, and loving. Ooh, let me drop this fork and bend over and get it. Look at my ass. Um, Still others engage in the bait-and-switch tactics, initially offering sex with no strings, only to expect down the road that that their target will become so attached that they can't bear to live without them. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't fucking work, by the way. Um, (laughs) Nope. So, all right. Onto this little article that I found, which is really, really cool. So, um, this is called, this is an article from the New York Times called What Sleeping with Married Men Taught Me About Infidelity. That's uh, by Karen Jones, and it was published in 2018. Nice. So, um, all right. Ready? Yes. Ready to cry? Yep. I actually don't know if we'll cry or not, but <laughs> um, I'm not sure it's possible to justify my liaisons with married men. But what I learned from having them warrants discussion. Yep. Uh, None of this is me talking, by the way. I'm reading the article. (laughs) Everybody knows. Okay. (laughs) Not between the wives and me, though I would be interested to hear their side. Mm -hmm. No, this discussion should happen between wives and husbands annually, the way we inspect the tire tread on the family card to avoid accidents. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, while living in London... (laughs) Oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) London comes up in my story, too. You know what? My panties would drop, like, and make a crater in the cobblestone streets (laughs) of everywhere. (laughs) 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 To be fair, I I feel a little, I I feel like I I, uh, blame you a little less. So, um, (laughs) while living in London, I dated married men for companionship while I processed the grief of being newly divorced. Oh. Which is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all of that. No. <laughs> I hadn't sought out married men specifically. When I created a profile on Tinder and OkCupid, saying I was looking for no strings attached encounters, plenty of single men man- messaged me, and I got together with several of them. But ma- many married men messaged me too. After being married for twenty-three years, I wanted sex, but not a relationship. Mm-hmm. This, di- this is dicey because you can't always control emotional attachments when body chemicals mix. Yep. True. Uh, but with married men, I guess that the fact that they had wives, children, and mortgages would keep them from going overboard with their affections. 
which falls into one of the categories we we're just talking about. Um, yeah. And I was right. They didn't get overly attached and neither did I. We were safe bets for each other. Mm-hmm. I was careful about the men I met. I wanted to make sure they had no interest in leaving their wives or otherwise threatening all they had built together. Yeah. In a couple of cases, the men I met were married to women who had become disabled or could no longer be sexual, but the husbands remained devoted to them. <sighs> Which is a whole other avenue of awful. <laughs> yep. All I told communicate. All told, I communicated with maybe a dozen men during that time in my life and had sex with fewer than half. Mm -hmm. Others I texted or talked with, which sometimes felt nearly as intimate. And that's another branch of cheating that we're going to do in a future episode, which is emotional cheating. Before I met each man, I would ask, why are you doing this? I wanted assurance that all he desired was sex. Mm -hmm. What surprised me that these husbands weren't looking to have more than sex. They were looking to have any sex. Mm-hmm. I met one man whose wife had implicitly consented to her husband having a lover because she was no longer interested in sex at all. That's fair. As long as she fucking knows. As long as she's consenting, then this, uh, that's not cheating. Yeah. Um, they both, to some degree, got what they needed without having to give up what they wanted. Yeah. But the other husbands I met would have preferred to be having sex with their wives. For whatever reason, that wasn't happening. Yeah. I have known what it feels like to go off sex, and I know what it's like to want more than my partner. It's also a tall order to have sex with the same person for more years than our ancestors have ever hoped to live. (laughs) 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 Then, at menopause, a woman's hormones suddenly drop, and her desire can wane. Yep. At 49, the fuck? At 49, I was just about there myself and terrified of losing my desire for for sex. Mm Mm-hmm. God, I can't even fathom that. Men don't have this drastic change because men are fertile for life. Yeah. Um, So we have an imbalance, an elephant-sized problem, Mm -hmm. so burdensome and shameful we can scarcely muster the strength to talk about it. Which is why we talk about it here. Oh, my God, look at that. It comes full circle. (laughs) Um, Maybe the reason some wives aren't having sex with their husbands is because as women age... We long for a different kind of sex. Mm -hmm. I know I did, which is what led me down this path of illicit encounters. After all, nearly as many women are initiating affairs as men. Yeah. If you read the work of Esther Esther Perel, Perel? (laughs) Perel, sure. Uh, the author of the recently published book, State of Affairs, you'll learn that for many wives... Sex outside of marriage is their way of breaking free from the responsible spouses and mothers they have, ha- they have to be at home. Mm-hmm. Married sex for them often feels obligatory. An affair is an adventure. And that's where I feel like the whole talk about, like, the whole BDSM talk that we had, like, about establishing what you want to do and, like, that level of communication can be really, really important in a marriage. And we don't, oh, yeah. as, like, prudi- we're such a fucking prudish people here in America it's hard to and have repressed. those conversations. It's hard to have those conversations. So, yeah. like, what's your fantasy? What do you want to do? Like, what you do in your fucking bedroom is your fucking business. Yeah. You're married consenting adults. Do whatever the fuck you want. Just lock your door so your kids don't see. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or send your kids to grandma and grandpa. Yeah. Ma- we need mommy and daddy time. <laughs> or mommy and mommy time. Or daddy and daddy time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need time. <laughs> married people time. Yep. Um... Okay. Meanwhile, the husbands I spent time with would have been fine with obligatory sex. 
which is fucking eye-opening. Yeah. To me, at least. As someone who is terrified of rejection all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. For real. For them, adventure wasn't the main reason for their adultery. The first time I saw my favorite married man pick up his pint of beer, the sleeve of his well-tailored suit pulled back from his wrist to reveal a geometric kaleidoscope of tattoos. <sighs> I might have to change my underwear. <laughs> he was clean-shaven and well-mannered with a little rebel, a little rebel yell underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what attracted me to my husband. <laughs> None of his tattoos are visible until he takes off his clothes. <laughs> ah, love it. For real. They're <laughs> just for you. They're just for me. For real. Makes me really happy. That's how a lot of my tattoos are. Uh, the night I saw the full canvas of his tattoo masterpiece, we drank Prosecco, listened to 80s music, and yes, had sex. We also talked. You just described my fucking perfect date night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally might have to change my underwear. That sounded pornographic. Um, I asked him, what if you what if you said to your wife, look, I love you and the kids, but I need sex in my life. Can I just have the occasional fling or a casual affair? He sighed. I don't want to hurt her, he said. She's been out she's been out of the workforce for 10 years raising our kids and trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life. If I asked her that kind of question, it would kill her. So you don't want to hurt her, but you lie to her instead. Mhm. Personally, I'd rather know. Yeah. Well, maybe I would rather know. My own marriage had not broken up over an affair, so I couldn't easily put myself in her position. It's not necessarily a lie if you don't confess the truth, he said. It's kinder to stay silent. No. No, it's not. It's lying by omission. Yep. That's a thing. Um, I'm just saying I couldn't do that. I don't want to be afraid of talking honestly about my sex life with the man I'm married to, and that includes being able to at least raise the subject of sex outside of marriage. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that, he said. We go to we go into a marriage we go into marriage assuming we'll be monogamous, I said. But then we get restless. We don't want to split up, but we need to feel more sexually alive. Why break up the family if we could just accept the occasional affair? He laughed. How about we stop talking about it before this affair stops being fun? <laughs> <laughs> I never convinced any husband that he could be honest about what he was doing. But they were mostly good-natured about it. Like the patient father responding to a child who keeps asking, Why? 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 <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was being... Maybe I was being too pragmatic about issues that are loaded with guilt, resentment, and fear. Yeah. Honestly, this all sounds like you just need to talk to your wife more. Yeah. All the men she talks to... She, she encountered need to just fucking talk to their wives more, is what it sounds like. Yep. Communication is key, you guys. No matter how uncomfortable it makes you, no matter how weird it is fucking talk to your partner because they love you and they want to be with you mm -hmm. that's the thing and if they don't and that's too much for them then wouldn't you rather know yep you know i i'd much rather know i would too it's kinder yeah yeah it is um after all it's easier to talk theoretically about marriage than to navigate it haha <laughs> that's loaded and 100 percent true <laughs> yep. remember that uh, put that on a fucking button. Um, <laughs> but my attitude is that of my spouse, where 
wait, sorry. But my attitude is that if my spouse were to need something I couldn't give him, I wouldn't keep keep him from getting it elsewhere as long as he did so in a way that didn't endanger our family. Yep. Which is very open-minded and progressive. I suppose I would hope his needs would involve fishing trips or beers with friends. <laughs> but sex is basic. Yeah. Physical intimacy with other human beings is essential to our health and well-being. So how do we deny such a need to the one we care about most? If our primary relationship nourishes and stabilizes us but lacks intimacy, we shouldn't have to destroy our marriage to get that intimacy somewhere else, should we? I didn't have a full-on affair with the tattooed husband. We slept together maybe four times over a few years. More often we talked on the phone, which I feel like is worse. Yeah. Honestly. I never felt possessive, just curious and happy to be in his company. Mm-hmm. After our second night together, though, I could tell this was about more than sex for him. He was desperate for affection. He said he wanted to be close to his wife but couldn't because they were unable to get past their fundament fundamental disconnect. Lack of sex, which led to lack of closeness, which made sex even less likely and then turned into resentment and blame. Yep. My deepest fucking fear. <laughs> I'm going to shoot this. <laughs> shoot your shot. Oh, my God. <sighs> we all go through phases of wanting it and not wanting it. I doubt most women avoid having sex with their husbands because they lack the physical desire in general. We are simply more complex than sexual animals. Yep. Which is why men can get an erection from a pill, but there's no way to medically induce arousal and desire in women. I didn't even think about that. That's true. Drop the fucking mic. And yeah. I'm not even done. <laughs> I am not saying the answer is non-monogamy, which can be rife with risks and unintended entanglements like STIs, unwanted pregnancies, yeah. crazy shit like that. A lot of emotional scarring. Like that Just one guy that gave carefully. his longtime girlfriend AIDS. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck that fucking... Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'm, I will not black out in rage yeah. in this episode. No. Like last time. No. <laughs> I don't even remember last episode at all. <laughs> at all. I was so blindingly in, enraged. Yep. Uh, you're like, yeah, you were. It was scary. <laughs> um, it was. You were even was. fucking to let me talk. Um, <laughs> I couldn't. Ah! I'm so mad. Um, I believe the answer is honesty. And dialogue, no matter how frightening. Lack of sex in marriage is common, and it shouldn't lead to shame and silence. Mm -hmm. By the same token, an affair doesn't have to lead to the end of a marriage. What if an affair, or ideally simply the urge to have one, can be the beginning of a necessary conversation about sex and intimacy? Yep. What these husbands couldn't do was have the difficult discussion with their wives that would force them to tackle the issues at the root of their cheating. Fucking talk to your goddamn wife. Yep. Talk to your fucking partner. <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> it's Use those I statements we talked about in the verbal abuse episode. Mm -hmm. Don't place blame. Hey, it makes me feel sad and lonely when I feel like you're not interested in sleeping with me anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you're not interested in sleeping with me anymore. Can you please talk to me about that? Can you tell me if it's something I'm doing is it something health-wise that's going on with you? Are you not in, are, are you not in love with me anymore? You know, like just do, just do you feel unwanted? Do you feel is there something I'm doing that's making you feel unwanted? Let's open this up mm -hmm. 
have a couple shots beforehand because it's fucking hard. Yeah. We are American after all. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it just have the fucking talk. Yeah. I promise you it's easier than the emotional strain you'll go through if one of you has an affair. Yeah. I promise you. Well, and like you were saying, I, um, I get that it's very hard to talk. Like Carrie and I were talking about this the other day. I have my own little language. Mm-hmm. Kay doesn't say what she means. And all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time to get fluent. Yeah. And, but once you're fluent, you're fluent. Yes. And like, I absolutely, I cannot expect every partner that I have to get that. And I am working on that. I am actively working on that. It's also really charming and what makes you you at the same time. Thank so you. there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It makes me feel special. <laughs> I'll be real jealous of anyone you date who understands you like I do. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. Okay. So, um, every partner I have, I'm going to bring to you. <laughs> Let's talk about Kay. <laughs> she is beautiful and wonderful and intriguing and mysterious, but please be patient. <laughs> please fucking be patient with her. <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. Oh, okay, I love you too. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I do without you. Please don't ever move away. No. Um, so uh, I'm gonna guilt trip you into staying. You know what's happening. Oh, I know. I told my mom the other day that I was thinking about moving to Central City after I got done with college. And she was like, why? Because I'm here and I'm better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't make you buy me Taco Bell. Okay. Um, (laughs) You'll never have to ask me if I want anything (laughs) before you come over. I make you that promise. (laughs) Thanks. Sorry, we are way off the rails, and I'm almost, I'm like three sentences from the end of my sentence. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I interrupted. Oh, my God. It's so fucking hot. Okay. It is. Uh, we, we need to leave when this is done. Yeah. Okay, so. I need um, a second to go pee and, like, drink yeah, water. I need to rehydrate for sure. So, um, <gasps> what these husbands couldn't do was have the difficult discussion with their wives that would force them to tackle the issues at the root of their cheating. They tried to convince me that they were being kind by keeping their se- their affairs secret. Blech. Nope. Fucking fucking men. Sorry. Hashtag not all men, but still <laughs> fucking men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they seemed to have convinced them. S- that fucking that fucking mentality is bullshit. Yep. From before people thought women were emotionally capable of fucking anything, and it's fucking bullshit, and I hate it. Yep. We were at a fucking marriage seminar. And this dude brought up this question to the dude, uh, to the leader guy, and he was like, so what if you're, like, having really bad, like, problems at work and you're afraid you might get fired, but you don't want your wife to worry? And I was like, fucking tell her! What is the matter with you? Yeah. Why would you not tell her that? She and he needs was like, to understand. I don't understand. want her to worry. And I was like, she wants to worry with you. Yeah. We want that. We want to be the person that sees that side of you. And we want to be the only person that sees that side of you. It makes us feel special. And it makes us love you that much more. Yeah. Fuck you. And we want to help you. God and he damn it. kept asking more secular questions because he wasn't getting the answer he wanted. Yeah. He wasn't getting validation. And none of us were going to fucking give it to him because he was wrong. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. So, okay. Okay. They seemed to have convinced themselves, but deception and lying are ultimately corrosive, not kind. Yep. You build up a wall, and it makes it fucking worse and harder to tear down and get back to each other. 
Yep. That metaphor is fucking real. In the end, I had to wonder if what these men couldn't face was something else altogether. Hearing why their wives no longer wanted to have sex with them. It's much easier, after all, to set up an account on Tinder. And I'll drop the mic. (laughs) (laughs) And my notes. (laughs) And my notes. I just picked up all my notes from, like, the past four episodes on the floor (laughs) before we recorded. (laughs) Because I just throw them when I'm done. Yes. You did a beautiful job with that section. I'm so proud of you. Yes. I'm really excited for your segment. So let's go pee and have another shot. You ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Lay it on me, sister. I'm so ready for this. I I wrote my own little intro. You're going to be so proud of this. I'm excited. I intended to write way more of that myself than I did. And then I got into a really deep conversation with one of my coworkers while I was trying to write. And I was just like, had one eye on my computer while I copied and pasted. And I was like, I hope you don't think I'm being rude. But like, I have to get this done. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm writing. I'm writing my segment. And he was like, what is it? Uh, and I was like, we're talking about cheating. And he was like, oh, God. And then like, it What's spiraled. What's it, Gizla? Yeah. yeah. It spiraled into this whole yeah. com- actual conversation. Oh, nice. Um. And I was like, oh, God, like, I need to give you my attention, but I have to get this done. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> yeah. Paste. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of copying and pasting myself, unfortunately. I didn't I didn't want to copy and paste so much, but there's so much to this that I kind of you had to. to get more of the facts, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got a lot of sources. I've got YouTube. I've got Vox.com. I've got Biography.com. Oh, shit, girl. ThePeopleHistory.com. HollywoodLife.com. Um, and TED Talks. Like, it's beautiful. Girl, yeah. you went down the rabbit hole. Oh, I'm I, proud of you. Thank you. I, I went down a serious rabbit hole. <laughs> My expectations are really high. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I know that you're going to know what this case is the second that I say it. But let me introduce it. Okay. Okay. So I don't know it. Like, tell me. (laughs) Okay. So today, we're going to take it back to 1998. Okay. This was the year after I was born, and I remember almost (gasps) nothing from my childhood. Wait a minute. I know that you know it. Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. Okay. Yep. Let me introduce it. (gasps) You're going to love it so much. Just tell me. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Okay. You're keeping me in suspense. Yes. <laughs> On purpose. So it's safe to say that I don't remember this. But I can almost guarantee that this was blaring on my grandmother's TV and the talk of many dinner tables across America. But first, let me talk a little bit about 1998. Oh my God, Kate! I love you so much! <laughs> Where the best rap and R&B started coming up, in my humble opinion. And you can bet your ass I bumped to this on my Sunday drives to Franklin, hi Kita, or home <laughs> from a hellish day at work. So, some stats. Oh my god. How much did things cost in 1998? I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I'm also so proud of you because this Thank is you. amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so the yearly inflation rate in the USA was 1.55%. Uh, Year-end close of the Dow Jones industrial average was 9181 Interest rates year-end were at 8.25%. And neither of us know what any of this means because we're not real adults. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, no. (laughs) Um, But we're about to get into some stuff that's going to make sense to us. Um, Average cost of a new home was $129,300. Bam! 
<laughs> average monthly rent was still six- the cost of a new home here yeah property value is low y'all yes meth is real <laughs> <laughs> um it's also a beautiful component to being an incapable adult yes because it means things are cheap anyway yeah. <laughs> So, um, average monthly rent was about $619. Cost of a gallon of gas was $1.15. Oh, average- my God. Can you imagine? I wish. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Um, average cost of a new car was $17,000. $17,200. That's comical. Yep. <laughs> That's, like, my budget <laughs> now. Yeah. For a used car. <laughs> yeah. My used car was ten eight out the door. Yeah. Like, I got lucky. Sedan. I want an yeah. SUV because, you know. Yeah. The family. Babies. Yeah. So. <laughs> a U.S. postage stamp was 32 cents. <coughs> um, <laughs> it's so much more now. Yeah. A loaf so of bread more. was. That's why I don't mail my bills. Besides the yeah. fact that people steal my stamps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a loaf of bread was $1.26. And a dozen eggs were 88 cents. Oh, my which God. If you go to Kroger, it's like $3.50 now. Yeah. But that's because I get cage free. Because I don't like to eat the eggs of tortured animals. Yeah. So, you know. Which is fair. I'll pay a little more. <laughs> I'm not like rich or anything, but like I'll pay a little more for peace of mind. Yeah. So. These chickens are cute. <laughs> so a really important thing to my case is that Google was founded in this year. Um, the search- Google was founded in 1998? Yes. Shut the fuck up. I'm being so serious. I'll tell you a little bit about it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the inception of all of our lives. I know. millennials. <laughs> <laughs> How did anyone fucking survive without Google? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Y- y'all are the real MVPs. Yeah, oh for real. God. Like, we have it so fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. We can YouTube anything. Oh, my God, Google yeah. Google anything. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, um... The search engine Google was incorporated as a private company in Menlo Park, California by Larry Page and Sergey Brin during September. Wow. Yeah. Page and Brin were still PhD students at Stanford University and had previously created the website as a research project. Oh, my God. Like yeah. this book. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. They they started that in 1996, but the company grew rapidly rapidly and received investments early on from the co-founder of sun microsystems and founder of amazon hey. um, yeah it was successful so why are you guys enemies now <laughs> yeah uh i watched game of thrones on movies anywhere <laughs> on my fire stick <laughs> <laughs> though i have the movies anywhere app on my fire stick <laughs> Because money. Bullshit. <laughs> I paid for that box set. I yeah. got the digital code. I should be able to fucking play it on my fire stick. Yeah, Whatever. seriously. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Whatever. I'll just watch uh, it on my phone like a fucking peasant. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Daenerys kick ass while I work out. I know. Oh, it's bullshit. It's such fucking bullshit. <laughs> There's a new song by Ed Sheeran called Cross Me and i love ed sheeran i do too oh my beautiful ginger yes my panties would drop so fast um Mm -hmm. but it it really in an episode of season seven okay girl um but it really motivate you yeah it really (laughs) makes me want to work out like i listen to it before i work out sometimes because it's like 
you know, you don't know that my girl's been doing CrossFit. And I'm like, yes, bitch. Yes, um, sir. <laughs> yes. But um, it was... He's su- a cute little ginger. Oh, I, yeah. I would, I would teach him things. <laughs> it was successful due to its unique algorithm that calculated a website's relevance to a search by analyzing links back to the site rather than connections to the search terms. Which is why producing- it is still infallible and perfect. Yes. To this day. Yes. So thank you, PhD students. Yes. Because fucking Yahoo keeps raping my search engine, my search bar, except yeah. for on this new computer that is pure. At yes. fucking work, if I type a search into my search bar at the top, just straight into the bar at the top, instead of going to Google first, uh-huh. it fucking takes me to Yahoo, and it's fucking useless. McAfee has done that with, like as a safe search engine for some reason. Bullshit. I'll teach yeah. you how to get it off. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that later. So, worldwide... We'll do it later. We'll be too drunk, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I'll remember when I edit this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Let me talk a little bit about worldwide here. Um, oh so God, there's. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> there was a financial crisis which hit most um, of Southeast Asia. UNICEF reports over 130 million children worldwide do not attend school, and there are approximately 250 million child laborers worldwide. The good old days. Yeah, it's it was so great. Yeah, we knew the 90s and 80s. <laughs> Fucking can't stand that bullshit. Oh my god, yeah. it's always white dudes who say that. Have you oh, noticed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd go back and redo the 80s, and I'm sitting there like, oh, I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> Let's not. I was only alive for one year of it, but I know I fucking wouldn't. Yep. The only people who thrived during that time were straight white dudes, so... Yeah, let's not. Let's not ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ever. I'm just... Oh, my God. It's And then... It, it tests my fucking patience because I just want to go, your privilege is showing. Yep. Shh. How about you shut the fuck up? Yep. But I can't. Because you're at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if we were out, which is probably why they never invite me to do anything. It's fine. <laughs> Gizla, let's hang out. <laughs> hey, Gizla. Hey, Gizla. Thank you for the awesome theme song. Um, <laughs> Microsoft. Yeah. Which scares me. <laughs> um, Microsoft also became the largest company in the world valued at $261 billion on the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. 1998 was a fucking year, and I'm so excited right now. Um, And the space, in space, the International Space Station Mm -hmm. began during December 4th. You better hurry up. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm about to spout a quote. I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm about to spout a quote. (laughs) Give me a second. Oh, my God. So, so, um... (laughs) I, I'm doing this because there's so much else that we could have talked about in uh-huh. 1998. Uh-huh. Okay. That's so, fair. You're making a point. I yeah. get it, but I'm, I'm about to fucking explode <laughs> because I know what you're talking about and I'm so excited. So, um, in the U.S., James Burr Jr., a 49-year-old African-American man, is dragged to his death behind a pickup truck. I did know about that. Yeah, I didn't. I knew about that one. I'd, I had not heard about that one. Because he was gay, right? Or because he was black? I don't know. I one didn't look two. into it because gay I wanted... Have, they've done that to gay people, too. Yeah. I want to look into it more for a future episode. So I wanted to, like, That's plant that seed. Crime, yes. Whatever it is. Yeah, it was. The Dow Jones dropped over 500 points on look August 31st. Raised, and then it dropped. Yeah. Because stock market crash. Yep. Uh, U.S. announces the first budget surplus in 30 years. <laughs> Um, and the stock market crash. Yeah. It was a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah, it was beautiful. Scrunchies. Um, 
belly shirts, spaghetti straps. It was a lovely time. <laughs> oh, yes. It was um, the best. We were at the height of our fashion. Straighteners existed for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, two boys, Mitchell Johnson, who was 13, and Andrew Golden, who was 11, shoot and kill four fellow students in Jonesboro, oh, Arkansas. No. Um, and technology... In technology, um, let's see here. It shows us that the media sensationalizes things to distract us from what's really going on. Exactly. Oh my God, you've got to get to the point. I'm, I'm so get, excited. I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm getting, I'm getting to it. Uh, oh you're going to love this one. Uh, the FDA approves Viagra for ah! use as a treatment for male impotence, becoming the first pill to be approved to treat this condition in the United States. And it's not fucking taxed because that's apparently a necessity and not a fucking tampon. Exactly. Apparently. To uh, our previous <laughs> episode. I don't remember what number it is, but you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, 19 European nations agree to forbid human cloning. Uh, <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple computer unveils the iMac. That's immoral. Oh, my God. I fucking can't. And then <laughs> there, are, there are also some popular films and popular TV that I'm going to talk about real quick. Yeah! Uh, Titanic was still big. Oh, fuck that movie. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, my A Bug's God. Life. Yes. Yep. A Mulan. Mulan. Uh-huh. Yes. And Dr. Doolittle, which is yes. amazing. Yes. All of those except for Titanic. Titanic yeah. can, can suck a dick. I love Titanic. I fucking hate that movie. Um, but Whatever. we also... They fell in love in a day. Yeah. And then she let him fucking die. It's a bullshit movie. And yeah. I'm sorry. James Cameron can suck it. Terminator's better. Invest in that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Rant over. <laughs> but some TV that we've talked about on here. <laughs> the Nanny. Friends. Everybody Loves Raymond. Judge Judy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. King of the Hill. South Park. Simpsons. AFV. Law and Order. Uh, Dateline NBC. Charmed. Yes, Charmed is on here. Um, popular mu- musicians. We've got Celine boy Dion. Meets world. <laughs> oh, yes, that is a good show. When this boy meets world. <laughs> Boy uh, meets world. Sorry. It's okay. I'm really having a Jones in for that show as of late. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we've also got <laughs> Marilyn Manson, Green Day, Metallica, The Spice Girls, Aerosmith, Alanis Morissette, Shania Twain, Wake and Janet me Jackson. Up when September ends. So, and I'm finally getting I'm to my bitch, point. I'm a I'm a lover, I'm a saint, I'm a mother, I'm a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, see, we had so many things to so talk many about. Things. It was a good year. To watch, to be interested <sighs> in, but instead, Americans chose to hone in on this one thing. Can I say it yet? No. Oh my god, I want to say it so bad. Bill Clinton yes! denies he had sexual relations with former White House intern Monica Lewinsky. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> I remember being in fucking like fourth grade or whatever and thinking, when are they going to impeach this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how fucking sensationalized it was. And he was it like was. a good president. He was. I mean, he had a budget where surplus. Our, where are fucking politicians are now yeah they're all like fucking children on some island somewhere yeah and this was the the center of the of if you like you know push to the side the other rumors about the clintons that are going around right now as well yeah uh because there are plenty and they are substantial yeah and (laughs) crazy well this um, is 
But I get the point you're saying. Yeah. This was crazy. Yeah. It fucking rocked the fucking universe. It did. On a global scale. Yes. And we're going to talk about that here yes. in a second. At this point, no one had even thought about politicians being greasy. No. Or being underhanded or being salacious. Mm-hmm. Or in unfaithful. Yeah. No one had thought about that. No one had considered a it. a remote possibility. Yeah. This was the first time we were exposed to it. And it was fucking nuts. It was, it was, ins- it was sensationalized. Nuts. Yes. We were not even a news family. And I knew every fucking detail of this. Oh, yeah. Every detail. And I had a fucking opinion. And I was in fucking fourth grade. A fourth grader should not have to have an opinion about this it should not be shoved down your throat no and i also was in a republican family yeah me too talked about a lot yeah (laughs) and and he's also hot and bill clinton does not forget a bitch yeah (laughs) let's be real hashtag my favorite (laughs) Mulaney. hi guys love you okay (laughs) and you're still listening yeah and i will say um this is part of the reason that i voted for hillary clinton when i did because, uh, well, just yep. Just let yep. me talk uh-huh. about it for just a second. I was also, I was 18. It was my first time voting. Like, um. Don't judge me. I would love to have a woman in the in office. Mm-hmm. I think it would be our best term ever. Yeah. If we could. It's got to be the right woman. I do understand. I, I get why a lot of people were And it weren't. was the lesser of two evils. Yeah. <laughs> And then now there's more things coming up that have sensationalized a lot more things, and we don't even know what's fact from fiction yeah, at this point. So exactly, um, there's but, a lot. <laughs> yeah, but when I was in high school, like this was talked about a lot. Yeah. When we were when we were getting ready for this election, um, I I was really close with my history teachers, and we talked a lot about what this it was like. Was crazy, yeah. because of this mm-hmm. exact story. Yes. And we I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't handle it. We uh we were talking and one of my teachers was like, you know, Hillary basically ran the White House she behind did. closed doors. That's why we had such a good economy at the time. And that's honestly honestly that is why I voted for her. He was too busy sticking it to his intern. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of really awesome SNLs to get skits, by the way. Yeah. We're going to talk about that, too. Okay. Well, Farrell is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Monica! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I... What drew me to this was her Vanity Fair article that okay. she... Um, Monica? Yes, that okay. she wrote. Um, and... She has an amazing TED Talk, and I didn't, like, I didn't watch the whole thing because I didn't want to take any of her words, but I will quote her right here. Okay. Um, She says, overnight, I went from being a completely private figure to a publicly humiliated one worldwide. And she understands that she made a mistake and is reminded of it every day. She's in... Yeah. She's in 140 rap songs. 140. She is, yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. He's also incredibly charismatic. Yes. And a fucking sociopath. Like, let's be real. Yeah. He was a great president, but let's be real. Yes. Politicians are fucking narcissists, and most of them are sociopaths or psychopaths. Exactly. That's, Ted Bundy. That's why Ted they, Bundy was yes. a politician. That's yes. why they rise up, mm-hmm. because they're innately ambitious, and they don't have a moral compass. Yes. So they can get... They're, they're they can get what motiv- they need. Yeah, yeah. Their sole motivation is like to get theirs. Yes. That's why we have such a fucking corrupt government. Exactly. Those who seek power are not equipped to deal with it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she understands that she made a mistake. Oh, poor baby. She's reminded of it every single day. Yeah. And she, she even says in her TED Talk, she said, I was patient zero mm-hmm. on getting humiliated on a global scale because everybody fucking knew. Like you said, you were in fourth grade in and fourth you knew. fourth grade and I knew. And I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes. It's in everyone's fucking brains. <laughs> yes. Love um, his southern drawl. <laughs> though. Yes, let's absolutely. Be real. Hey, Ellen. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, he never forgets a bitch. <laughs> he never does. <laughs> so um, please watch her TED Talk and her interview with John Oliver. I'm going to have them <gasps> John both. Oliver! Yes, he did. I watched him last night. I was so excited. Oh, my God. Post it. You've got to post it. I've got the sources up. You're going to have the videos, guys. Please watch them. I love him so much. And let's just shout him out for being an amazing Zazu in the new Lion King. Okay. Anyway. Yes. (laughs) And, And also, like. I was watching his video, and he took it more in the public shaming light, which is almost yeah. where I went, but I, I wanted it's to true. do this There's case. There's two sides to every story. These people are still fucking humans, mm-hmm. and we have to remember that, and I'm really excited to get this point of view because I've only gotten the media sensational yeah. point of view, so I'm super excited. I'm going to shut the fuck up, and you go. <laughs> go. There was a murder case very recently about like this kind of situation, that I almost did, but Monica Lewinsky was kind of on my heart. Oh my god, I'm so, so excited! Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yes. we're we're gonna do that case at one point, but Make I'm gonna talk person about. For me. Yeah, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna talk about Monica Lewinsky first. So this this is from her Vanity Fair essay. Um, in early 2018, after the Me Too movement emboldened women to speak out about experiences with sexual harassment and misconduct. Lewinsky penned a powerful essay for Vanity Fair. And we have to remember, guys, she was 22. She was. Think how fucking stupid you were at 22. Sorry, I love you. But, like... I'm like, I mean, I'm not fully grown yet no there's so much experience that she still needed and this man was 27 years her senior hot he was and like it was a misuse of his power he was a silver fox he was with a drawl that could melt anyone's clitoris Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Let's be real. And, and like she talks. Be real. Yeah. And she talks in her TED talk. She's like, I was 22 and I fell in love with my boss. Yeah. How many of you have done the same Me? thing? Yeah. Me? Yeah. was awful in bed. It fucking happened. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it only happened once and he wasn't married. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, until recently, thank you, Harvey Weinstein, uh, however Ugh, you say its fucking like, name. Don't ever say thank you, Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah, uh, she meant it sarcastically. Yeah, I know. Um, historians hadn't really had the perspective to fully process and acknowledge that year of shame and spectable spectacle. Lewinsky mm-hmm. writes, and as a culture, we still haven't properly examined it, reframed it, integrated it, and transformed it. I love it. My, she is a beautiful speaker. I love, love her it. so much. Um, my, yes, Monica. Yes. <laughs> my hope, given the two decades that have passed, is that we are now at a stage where we can untangle the complexities and context, maybe even with a little compassion, which may help lead to an eventually eventual healing and a systemic transformation. And yes. um, in this article, it says, before there was Me Too, there was Monica. Aww. Lewinsky was just 22 and an intern at the White House when she had an affair with Clinton, the most powerful man in the world in 27 years her senior. And her oh, Vanity Fair yuck. essay. I didn't know he was 30 years older than her. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> 10 years 10 years is the max mm-hmm. we've already decided <laughs> oh my god oh my god not that i would ever turn away a silver fox but good god oh my god and I'm also, also 30 fuck i'm gonna oh, shit i'm gonna know. yeah i'm gonna say some names that are gonna make sense here in a little bit just kind of work with me while i uh finish this because it was more important to get this out first yep um so in her vanity fair essay she describes a horrific scenario for anyone to deal with let alone someone in their early 20s at their first job threats from star that she could face more than 20 years in prison her mother testifying against her in court <gasps> 120 mother she had to we're gonna get into her relationship oh, with her mother no! but i felt so bad um baby there were 125 washington post articles about her in a 10-day span the washington post can suck it yeah also Lewinsky writes, Americans... You're you're either... You're either alive and you're a tot, or you're dead and you're an angel. (laughs) A hero is any man who does his job. (laughs) Hero tutor teaches after school. Yes. Yeah. Because he's supposed to. Sorry. It's okay. Fucking love John. <laughs> love uh, you, John. You're amazing. Yes, please support us. Oh my god, he won't. <laughs> Americans, he's too, he's too famous now. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Americans, young and old, red and blue, watched day and night. We watched a beleaguered president and the embattled and often disenchanted members of his administration as they protected him. We watched a first lady and first daughter move through the year with grit and grace. We watched a special prosecutor. I know. Get pillory though some thought he deserved it we watched an american family my family as a mother was forced to testify testify against her child and as a father was forced to take his daughter to be fingerprinted at the federal building we watched the wholesale dissection of a young unknown woman me who due to legal quarantine was unable to speak out on her own behalf oh my god that's fucking bullshit i know and i'm like thinking back to when i was 22 if you were where women were at that point what could you do you couldn't do anything there was nothing you could do nothing nothing if you, you walked out you would be fired and tarred in the in a worse way yes as difficult to work with or blacklisted or uh, tarred as crazy something like that it's happened to a myriad of actresses because of producers and things like that exactly megan fox is one of them that comes to mind thinking of so many times like if i was 22 and some hot silver fox man made an advance on me i would be terrified and i would also fucking comply yeah i would Yes. If it was 19, I mean, if it was 1998. Especially if he was your boss and oh he was God, like singling yes. you out and, and you, you were had important. A, yes. And you had a crush on him. Yeah. And, um, <gasps> and she makes an important point. Whereas today the women of the Me Too movement have rallied together to lift each other up and support one another. 20 years ago, Lewinsky was largely on her own. Yeah, that was not the case. Yeah, no. At all. She we just, were not linking arms. No, not at all. We were we were cat fighting, hundred percent tearing each other down. Yes, and that's what fucking scares people today. Yep, exactly. So let's keep it up, y'all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
I don't know what our war cry is yet. Yes! <laughs> yes, queen! We'll have one soon enough. Yes. <laughs> so uh, she describes an exchange with the woman leading the Me Too movement who she doesn't name. I'm sorry you were so alone. Oh my God. Those seven words undid me, Lewinsky writes, continuing, yes, I had received many letters of support in 1998. And yes, thank God I had my family and friends to support me. That's amazing that she did receive any support. I know. I honestly would have thought she only received hate mail. I know. And like, I, I was watching videos of like, paparazzi going after her. The fucking paparazzi can suck a dick. Yeah. They're the worst people. And they have no fucking morals. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't care if we used to be friends in high school. I don't care who you fucking are. Yep. You don't have any fucking morals and you're disgusting. Exactly. And like there's this one video where a security guard like is pretty much fucking holding her on the way to the car. It's such and like bullshit. he was screaming at the paparazzi like get your hands off of her. Oh my god. Get off of her. And That's like, the kind poor- of journalism I don't like. It's yeah. anything for a story bullshit. Exactly. Um... She said, yes, I'd received many letters of support in 1998. And yes, thank God I had my family and friends to support me. But by and large, I had been alone. So very alone. Publicly alone. Abandoned most of all by Keith by the key figure in the crisis who actually knew me well and intimately that I had made mistakes on that. We can all agree, but swimming in that sea of aloneness was terrifying. Oh, and he abandoned her. He did. A hundred percent abandoned her. He did. And which is why I'm making jokes that I would fuck him, but I wouldn't because he's a piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> and like, I, I am and not. It sickens me that if we, if Hillary had been voted president, mm-hmm. he would have been back in the fucking White House. Yeah. As a fucking snake. I would vote their daughter before mm-hmm. I would vote either of them, to be honest with you. I mean, and I would love to have a woman president. That would be amazing. Yeah. It would be, give me the courage to flip everyone off in the fucking universe. Yeah. And, and high five for her. For yeah. Like, maybe they moved past it. Maybe they went to therapy. I don't know their mm-hmm. life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not my place to judge. But he's a fucking scumbag. He is. Because of this. Exactly. And... Um, noting how something fundamental changed in our society after the public revelations of her scandal with Clinton and that more charges were afoot with the second year of the Trump presidency and a post-Cosby allies, O'Reilly, Weinstein, Spacey, whoever is next world, she said. And he's not even been fucking impeached yet. Yeah, I know. At this point, when any kind of affair had been had been discussed with Clinton, Uh everyone was like, impeach, 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 impeach. Exactly. And we were all like, get him the fuck out. Get him the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Because none of us, of course, knew anything else that was going on under the table. Mm -hmm. None of us knew anything. And at this point, it's so fucking blasé that everyone's like, I mean, whatever. Like, at least he doesn't want abortion. Yeah, exactly. And he paints himself orange like an Oompa Loompa and still <laughs> has a comb over, even though it's 2019, which, in my opinion, makes you a fucking crazy person and too mentally unstable to be a president. Yeah. But whatever. I've never liked him. Like, even before he was president, I was just like, you're a fucking clown and I hope you die. Mm-hmm. I already hated him. <laughs> yeah. So, like, let's not transpose my hatred to just him being a president. Like, yeah, I've no. always fucking hated Trump. But, like, I... Uh, <sighs> um. But she wrote. I love that you painted this picture because the the we were so innocent as a culture. Mm -hmm. As far as and this was an atomic bomb on our culture. Absolutely was. Mm -hmm. I lived through it. Yeah, it was insanity. 
and it sucks Mm -hmm. because he could have done so much more if he had just been fucking honest about it yeah and if he had fucking talked to his wife and been like listen i'm not feeling appreciated and i feel really powerful can i tie you up Mm -hmm. like i mean you know what i mean yeah like what the hell yeah can you tie me up while I wear a bra? Like, <laughs> I mean, you do you, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just be honest with your wife. Don't fuck a twenty-one-year-old. I know. And and she That's says, gross. "I'm sorry. Yeah. If someone's thirty years younger than you, then you are a fucking pedophile. That's disgusting." Yeah. <laughs> and she says that she uh, no fuck. Yeah. She no longer felt alone after years of being shamed for her partner oh, relationship. Monica. With the mismatch, yeah. It's okay. Uh, with such a mismatched power dynamic, um, yeah. He was the most powerful man in the world, and he wanted her. We need to you, talk about that in an episode. We yes. Need to talk about boss bosses sleeping with their employees. Yes. In an episode. Exactly. Continue so, early life. Uh, yes, about Monica oh Lewinsky. I bet she's amazing. You're going to make me love her, and I'm so excited. I love her so much. And this was not the first time she was taken advantage of. Baby girl. And we're going to get no. into that right here. Monica Samuel Lewinsky was born in San Francisco, California on July 23rd, 1973. San Fran! <laughs> she was raised in the affluent neighborhoods of Brentwood and Beverly Hills in I Southern California. I that area sometime in my life. Me too. My show! Road trip! Live show! Yes. Let's go! <laughs> We're Her- not driving to San Francisco. No. <laughs> We're, We're flying. flying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way. Um, Comic Con, <laughs> yes, San Fran Comic Con. It's like twenty five hundred dollars to get tickets, yeah. but it's fine. Oh my god, yeah. Um, Donate on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm planning a trip to Seattle with a bunch of friends in two years, so uh-huh. we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, are ya? <laughs> what friends are these? You and Josh and Mike and Kida. Oh, okay, and, yeah, I wasn't aware. <laughs> I, I it started yesterday. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Sorry, I was like, what are all these friends that you have? <laughs> what friends? What friends? I'm <laughs> <laughs> <All> their friends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. So, her father, Bernard Lewinsky, is an oncologist, and her mother, Marcia oh, K. Valinsky. Uh, is an author who publishes under the name Marsha Lewis. Oh. But um, the Lewinsky's divorced in 1988. So Monica Lewinsky was raised Jewish and attended Sinai Akiba Academy and the John Thomas Dye School in her younger years. She graduated from Bel Air Prep, now Pacific Hill School, in 1991 and attended Santa Monica College while working for the drama department at Beverly Hills ah! High School. Yes! She- <laughs> She also began an affair with Andy Blyer. Andy who? Andy Blyer. I thought you said Andy Dwyer. <laughs> as in Andy of Andy and April? No. From Parks and Rec? No. And I was about to be pissed. Because <laughs> no one will ever love him as much as April. No. <laughs> April like Gate for the win. She's my hero and I love her. Anyway. Yeah, she's amazing. Blood um, orphans. Okay. <laughs> Um, she began an affair with Andy Blyer, her married high school drama t- instructor, around this time. So, that was the first time she was taken advantage of in this way. 
Lewinsky enrolled at Lewis and Clark College after completing her two-year degree, and she graduated with a degree in psychology in 1995. And now she's listed as a sociologist um, by biography.com. That's amazing. Yeah, I I love sociology. Uh, My minor is sociology. I was so intrigued by my sociology class. I love it. Yeah. But I had a plan. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. How can one deviate when one is mentally ill? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's why it's taken me so long to finish college because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to yeah, do. You were smart. Uh, you were smart. Thanks. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I, I needed that year to you figure out what the fuck I, I needed. I really respect you for taking it. And I'm really jealous, but whatever. Continue. I'm proud of myself for going back when I did. White House career and relationship with Bill Clinton. In the summer of 1995, after graduating, so, um, in the summer of 95, after graduating from Lewis and Clark College, she landed an unpaid, unpaid internship through a family friend in the White House. Um, she was working for the chief of staff, Leon Panetta's office. Love it. Working out of the old executive office building. Panetta. Panera. (laughs) Panera bread. Panera. And his bread bowls were delicious. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the broccoli cheddar was especially exquisite. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken noodle. Oh, my God. And the turkey cheddar apple sandwich. The tuna salad sandwich. Cranberry walnut bread. Anyway. Ooh, and the papaya, whatever the fuck, green tea. Yep. <laughs> Passion fruit green tea. <laughs> we're hungry. Yeah, um, I'm real hungry. It's yeah. fine. But not really. I just want to put things in my mouth. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not actually hungry. <laughs> that November, when many White House staffers were furloughed during a federal government shutdown, Lewinsky and other interns who were allowed to keep working since they weren't on the payroll were moved to the West Wing to answer phones and run errands. The West Wing is forbidden. The West Wing is a good show. You can visit anywhere in the castle, except the West Ring. What's in the West? It's forbidden. <laughs> it's forbidden. Shut up. <laughs> During this time, Lewinsky flirted with the president, and the two had their first sexual encounter on the night of November 15th in the White House. Later that month, she took a paying job in the Office of Legislative Affairs. According to Lewinsky, in the months that followed, she and Bill Clinton had seven more sexual liaisons in the White House. That's not even that many. I know. Lewinsky's visits to the Oval Office drew notice from people in the administration. Like, if you think about, like, people you've dated and how many sexual encounters you have, like, seven is fucking nothing. Literally. Nothing. That's a foreign concept to me, though. I know, but, like, like, when when I've dated people, like, at the beginning, when it's really hot and intense, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, three times a night. So, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Three or four times a day. So... Seven is not that many. Of course, we're also, like, both single. (laughs) (laughs) And not trying to hide it from anybody. Yeah. And we were in college. Slash right out of college. So, there's that. Yeah. But also, it's, like, anytime you can get it. And seven is fucking nothing. Yeah. It's literally nothing. Especially what? Did you say like over the course of a year? Um, In the months that followed. I don't, I'm months? not sure how long. Even months. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, nothing. That's not much. I mean, it's not nothing because he's cheating on his wife. Yeah. But it's literally not that much. It was until April 19, 1996 it's because not like a she deputy. was sucking his dick every time the door was closed. Yeah, no. Um, a deputy chief of staff had her transferred to a job at the Pentagon. The president Ooh, and Lewinsky. The Pentagon. 
in. Yeah. Get it, girl. Yeah, girl. Uh, the president and Lewinsky had two more trysts, the last in spring 1997, around when I was born, and afterward <laughs> remained in touch by phone. Um, according to her Hi, later Monica. testimony. <laughs> SNL. Sorry. Sorry. According to her later Wolf testimony. Girl is really good at things. <laughs> the office made me hate him. I know, but but like I'll let you borrow yeah. my SNL DVD. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Just continue. <laughs> Um, Lewinsky was involved in a sexual relationship with President Bill Clinton between the winter of 1995 and March 1997, the month that I was born. So they had sex like seven times in those two years? Yeah. That's literally nothing. Yeah. It's not nothing, again, because he is cheating on his wife, Mm -hmm. but it's not... That's not enough to make this big of a deal over. not enough to make this big of a deal. Uh, Not enough. Not at all. Not at all. I thought it was way more intense mm-hmm. than this. Yeah. It's it's too much. Oh, um, no. The relationship... It sounds like it was more of an emotional affair. Yeah. Which is still worse, to mm-hmm. be honest. I think it's worse. Um, but... Yeah. The relationship <laughs> involved nine encounters total. Some in the Oval Office. And that's what they made the big deal over. Uh! Yeah. Uh, Lewinsky was transferred uh, to the Pentagon also, in 1997. Mm, like, bend me over your desk, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. So, At now... <laughs> now we're gonna talk about the biggest fucking bitch in the world. Okay. Her fucking name is Linda Tripp. Okay. And she deserves to rot in Fuck hell. Fuck you, Linda. Let's hear it. We fucking hate Linda. We hate Linda. Let's hear about Linda. And then Paula Jones... Paula Jones. We feel oh, bad for Paula Jones. fucking Paula. Linda and Paula can suck it. Paula, <laughs> Paula, no. Linda, yes. Okay, sorry. So, at the Pentagon, Lewinsky became friends with the co-worker, Linda Tripp, in whom she confided details of her affair with oh, the president. Oh, no. Tripp, Honey. who is an absolute fucking bitch, in turn, shared the story with a literary agent she knew, Lucianne Goldberg and she was trying to profit. Yep. An anti-Clinton conservative. At Goldberg's urging, Tripp secretly and in violation of taping laws in Maryland where she lived, recorded hours of her phone conversations with Lewinsky. Okay, that's bullshit. She sucks. Fuck you. Burn in hell, Linda. This is not even a moral thing anymore this mm-hmm. is you trying to fucking make money yeah off of a fucking scandal which makes you an asshole yeah done fucking she a hoe she's a whore yeah let's not even go with she's hoe she's a, a fucking whore, whore. <laughs> she's a whore she's Linda a cunt and she deserves to burn in hell yeah girl she's a witch fucking witch burn her at the stake <laughs> um witch <laughs> witch <laughs> bring it's out your dad <laughs> I'm not a witch they dress me up like this <laughs> it's not my nose it's a false one <laughs> this is like Linda Tripp is what made me stay up until 3am doing this case oh, shit. because oh, shit. I was so furious I was ready to throw something bash her head in a fucking wall she's a bitch this level of rage <sighs> All right, let's I'm go. ready. So, through Goldberg's connections, word of Tripp's tapes made it to lawyers working on behalf of Paula Jones, a former government employee who'd filed a lawsuit against the president for alleged sexual misconduct in 1991 when he was governor of Arkansas. Oh, shit! Yeah. Paula! Yeah, poor Get Paula. Get it, girl! 
proud of Paula. Yes, we love Paula. Yeah. Sorry, I tarred you with the same brush as Linda earlier. <laughs> Linda's a hoe and you are not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fuck Linda. Fuck Linda. In her butthole. Yes. Slip it in. And <laughs> <laughs> we know what we know what we know. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't get to say it because she's an asshole. So. So. That's not true. Consent is always important. Yeah. Consent <laughs> is important. But I'm making a joke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she. She's awful. She's the fucking oh worst. You should be able to trust Stand your fucking next friends. Stand your fucking women. Yeah. In December 1997, Lewinsky was subpoenaed by Jones's attorneys, and after the president allegedly suggested she be evasive, the former intern denied in a sworn affidavit that she'd had a sexual relationship oh with Clinton. Oh my god, because he told her to. Yep. What a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So now we're introducing I'm another mad. character to um, this story. No, I can't take another one. So this is Kenneth Starr, and you're going to hate him too. We're going to hate Kenneth. Kenneth. Around the same time, fucking hate your name. Yeah, Kenneth Starr. What the fuck kind of name is that? Fucking face and your stupid hair. Yes, I don't even know what you look like, but I stand by what I said. (laughs) Stand by what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Around the same time, independent counsel Kenneth Starr, who'd been investigating Clinton, fucking lawyer. Yeah, gross. Investigating <laughs> Clinton and his wife Hillary's involvement in a failed business venture called Whitewater, found out about Tripp's recordings. Soon afterward, FBI agents fitted Tripp with a hidden microphone so she could tape her conversations oh with Lewinsky. Oh my god! Because so, that's what fucking matters. Yeah. Put on a wire and tape your conversations with your friend. Mm-hmm. You're the fucking worst and I hate you. Yeah, you oh don't deserve god. to have friends after oh doing god. that shit. So not only is it, like, broken trust of husband and wife and broken trust of, like, a relationship, it's broken trust between friendships? Exactly. You're making it fucking worse. Oh! I hate people. I hate people so much. So now we hate, hate Trip. We hate Kenneth. I'm leaving. We I'm hate leaving the FBI. Earth. Let's and go we to a different, hate let's go to Bill a different Clinton. realm. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Let's go to the sea. <laughs> <laughs> So, additionally, Starr expanded his investigation to include the president's relationship with the former intern, and federal officials told Lewinsky if she didn't cooperate with the investigation, she'd be charged with perjury. When Clinton was deposed that January by Jones's legal team, he claimed he'd never had sexual relations with Lewinsky. I did not have sexual relations with with that woman. Oh my god, I was holding that in so much, and I've said it five times. (laughs) I was holding it in so hard while you were going through all your stats and backgrounds, and it was amazing, but I just, ah, I have to let it fly. That fucking quote is a fucking lie. It is. Clearly. Seven times a lie. Nine times a lie. Nine times a lie. Nine times in two years. They had sexual. Well, like, they had, they had seven seven and then had two more. Is like nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's not literally nothing because he was married and that's bullshit, but mm-hmm. also, like, really? Yeah. <sighs> Love Actually. Watch that movie. <laughs> Our presidents are bullshit. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> so, the media frenzy and grand jury testimony. We're getting there. Grand jury? Yeah, there. This was. this is what he was impeached for. Uh, news of the affair broke in 1998. Imagine if this shit came out now. Yep. Nothing would fucking happen. Nope. No. Absolutely fucking nothing. Even if it was fucking rape. Mm-hmm. Or a child. Yep. Nothing would fucking happen. Nothing. Let's all go to DC and get arrested. 
So, uh, news- you, Amy. <laughs> Amy Schumer. Yes, she's the best. So, and everyone else who got arrested at that protest. Mm-hmm. High five. So, news of the affair broke in 1998 and immediately dominated the media. On January 17, 1998, the Drudge Report, a conservative online news aggregator founded in 1995, published an item accusing the president of having a sexual relationship with a former White House intern. The next day, the site revealed Lewinsky's identity. You you that's illegal though yeah you should not nowadays that shit is illegal because of this yeah especially like when it comes to sexual assault and things like that you are anonymous in Mm -hmm. court documents they don't name people nothing of that is public record yep that's bullshit yep Lewinsky spent there have been so many fucking actresses that have fallen victim to this too yeah not all of them even have like named themselves yeah and they don't have to no oh my god (sighs) Lewinsky spent weeks in hiding she later reported that she had spent much of the stressful period knitting and was extremely suicidal Her mother, who had to testify against her baby in court, sat by Monica's bed many nights because she was so worried for her. Oh, I bet. The mainstream... I fucking ended it. Not gonna lie. I probably would have too. Oh my god. The mainstream media picked up the story a few days later and a national scandal erupted. Clinton refuted... International International, yeah. Because how have... We never known yeah. that someone in power would be adulterous. Henry VIII was not a, uh, you know, <laughs> indication. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Clinton refuted the allegations against him, famously stating at a pre- press conference, "I did not I have did sexual not have relations. Sexual relations with, with that, that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Monica Lewinsky's blue dress." In July 1998. I'd keep that dress if I were you. Sorry. It's a bad joke. Continue. Trip told her to. Yep. In July 1998, Lewinsky's lawyers. Shakespeare Company, you'll get my joke. Continue. <laughs> in July 1998, Lewinsky's lawyers announced she'd been granted immunity in exchange for her testimony. She also gave Starr's team physical evidence of her dalliances with Clinton, a blue dress with an incriminating stain containing the president's DNA. Oh, yuck! At the suggestion of Trip. on his date's dress? What the fuck? The most powerful man in the world. That's disgusting, yep. and he sucks. I have a picture of it. I don't want to see his fucking <laughs> I haven't posted any of the pictures because I didn't want Carrie to know what I was doing. But I'm disgusted. But y'all will have all the pictures. So at the he su- sucks. Yes, at the Did suggestion of Trip. I'm probably not. Anyway, sorry. So at the suggestion <laughs> of Trip, who is an absolute bitch, Lewinsky. <laughs> Lewinsky had never laundered the garment. God, so that there would be evidence. Yep. Oh my God. I mean, like there should be evidence, but not for that fucking re- this bitch's reason. Fuck Linda. Fuck Linda. Fuck you, Linda. So on August seventeenth, nineteen ninety-eight, Clinton testified before a grand jury and confessed he'd engaged in inappropriate, intimate physical contact with Lewinsky. He was However, thirty years younger than him. Yep. 
However, the president contended his actions with the former intern didn't meet the definition of sexual relations used by Jones's attorneys, so he hadn't perjured himself. What? Uh-huh. They did it, though. Yeah, but... Penis went in badge. But he... Um... He took he their definition. He ejaculate inside her vag. He ejaculated on her dress. I, I don't know. I don't know the even. exact details because there were four hundred like four hundred and forty five pages of yeah. details. Um, <laughs> four hundred <laughs> pages of details for seven sexual encounters. Okay, yeah, cool. That night, he appeared on national TV and apologized for his behavior, but maintained he'd never asked anyone involved to lie or do anything <laughs> illegal. <laughs> No, he didn't. He just perjured himself in front of an entire fucking nation. Yep. Oh, my God. He's such a piece of shit. He is. He's such a piece of shit. Star <laughs> report in Clinton's impeachment. In September 1998, Star gave Congress a 445-page report describing Clinton and Lewinsky's encounters in explicit detail and putting forth 11 possible grounds for impeachment. Oh, my God. The Star Report, as it became known, was soon made public by Congress and published in book form, becoming a bestseller. Oh, my God gross this poor girl that's so gross yep the explicit details were published as a book and became a bestseller imagine now i mean like let's be real we'd all buy that book but that's mm -hmm. gross yeah and now let me say i do not condone cheating no that's not what we're trying to put here but imagine put yourself in her shoes could you imagine if you knowingly helped someone cheat. That's that's bad enough. That's something that you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life. But could you yes. imagine if the entire world knew? Oh, my God. You are. I mean, like, fuck, if I make a mistake, I already feel like the entire fucking world knows. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't give a shit about me. But, like, oh, God. But we gave a shit about this poor girl. Yeah, it's really bad. And we gave the wrong shit. Yeah. And that shit happens all the fucking time today. Mm -hmm. And no one gives a shit. And no one's been impeached. And no one's been booted from office mm -mm. in Congress or Senate or House or anywhere. Yep. Nowhere. People are fucking boy Like, children. Yep. Fucking children on an island somewhere. Raping people. And no one gives a shit. No one cares. I mean, people care, but they won't fucking get out of office. Yep. The people that matter don't care. Yep. It's so, so blasé now. Yeah. It's it's awful. And um it's And that's why we're up in arms all the time. Yeah. That's why we're all up in politics now. That's why we won't keep our mouth shut because no one will fucking give a shit. Mhm. We we need people to give a shit. Because it's it's, it's the one more thing. white dudes give a shit, the more we will actually make a difference. Women don't need to be the ones wearing the scarlet letters. It needs to be the men that are yes. doing this shit. Yes. Because unfortunately, we're not in a society quite yet where we are of equal power. Exactly. Still, in 2019, it's mm -hmm. still not equal. Exactly. They're the ones with the power still. And we, we've already done so well at getting more women in Congress. We need to continue yes. doing that. Yes. Continue voting, guys. Just because it seems like it's hopeless right now doesn't mean that it is. No. Continue. Show up and vote like you did last time. More of you show up and vote. Mm -hmm. Go. Do your part. 
get more women, more gay people, more trans people, more everything into office so that the more of us get more representation. Yes. Vote for more equal representation, more black people, more Asian people, Mm -hmm. more Hispanic people. More African people. Yeah. Everyone needs to be represented in this country because we're a fucking melting pot and that's what the founding fathers were after. Exactly. Not fucking guns. Not white power. No. No. And and just remember, I, I will say this. You can vote for independence all that you want, but vote for people that are on the ticket so yeah. that you're not throwing away your vote. Don't throw away your vote. I, I don't care if you vote for an independent. That's great. I'm glad that you are. But please do not write someone in that does that don't is not write on the ballot. Dad into the ballot. Yeah, don't. It's my actually mom does that every time. Actually, she writes my dad yeah. into the ballot. Your vote actually gets thrown out if yeah. you write someone who's not on the ballot and that doesn't want to be on the ballot. Um. So that October, the U.S. I mean, House. If we all write the Rock onto the ballot. Let's, be, let's do that but, but anyway. if he doesn't want it we i know legally can't make him i know i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> but i would vote for but the I rock would vote for the rock yeah me too <laughs> just for his teeth alone <laughs> which is more than what trump has going for him yeah uh that october the u.s house of representatives voted to proceed with impeachment hearings against clinton in december the house approved two articles of impeachment against him perjury and obstruction of justice he was only this mattered yeah Remember when this mattered mm-hmm. to us? Needs to matter again. <sighs> Needs to matter again. Especially for those children. For real. Um, he was only the second president in U.S. history to be impeached after President Andrew Johnson in 1868. Wasn't Nixon impeached? No, Nixon um, stepped, down. stepped down before he could be. He was about to be. He was about to be and he was about to be thrown out of office. We yeah. have not have had a president thrown out of office, but we've had two impeached so yeah. far um on february 12th 19 19- yeah on february 12th 1999 following a five-week trial in the senate senate clinton was acquitted <laughs> was he of course he was was she oh she she was granted immunity for her testimony and for giving up the dress which I will have pictures of on our blog. <laughs> and then he was acquitted mm-hmm. because he's a rich white dude. Yep. Yep. Love it. Oh my god, I'm gonna go throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> so Get after this, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so aftermath of the scandal, Clinton went on to finish his second term in the White House and left office with strong public approval ratings despite the scandal. During his impeachment proceedings, he agreed to settle the Paula Jones lawsuit for $850,000, but admitted no wrongdoing. Eight fifty? Mm-hmm. That's pocket change to this guy. Yep. Uh, that's like saying, hey, I'll buy you a soda. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Lewinsky became a household name after the affair was revealed and injured intense... Yeah, no endured intense public scrutiny. In 1999, she sat for a TV interview with Barbara Walters that was watched by about 70 million Americans, drawing record ratings. Lewinsky also cooperated with Andrew Morton on a 1999 biography titled Monica's Story. Lewinsky experimented with a number of career paths after the scandal. She designed a handbag line, which they're very cute, very vintage. Um, I love it. And they each like have a, they each have a note that's like, handmade by monica and they're so cute i love that i I do too um 
she promoted the Jenny Craig weight loss system and appeared as a television correspondent and host. In 2002, Lewinsky took audience questions during the taping of the HBO special Monica in Black and White. Eager to escape the spotlight, Lewinsky moved to London, England in 2005. Yes! Get that tea, girl! Right? Uh, Get you a British man. (laughs) The following (laughs) year, she graduated from London School of Economics with a master's degree in social psychology. Oh, my God. I love her. Me, too. In 2013. (laughs) um, University. Right? Oh, my God. In 2013, some of Lewinsky's clothing and personal effects were put up for auction. The items, which had been submitted to the Kenneth Starr investigation in the 1990s, included a black negligee and a letter signed by President Clinton. Okay, that's a little bit gross. Yeah. Um, but you know, only pervs were after that shit. Oh, yeah. That's uh, like putting our underwear on eBay. Yeah. Which you oh, can make honey. a lot of money for. Yeah. Um, and we're not even fucking famous. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, later in 2018, Lewinsky f- uh, featured prominently in the three-night documentary series The Clinton Affair on A&E. And, of course, like I said earlier, she sat with John Oliver. I am yes. going to have that posted. Yes, post um, that. I love yeah. him. We love him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he talks about um, public shaming mm-hmm. in it. And he he's like, you know, we make fun of people here. We're a comedy show, but we have three questions how horrible of a person are they? Do they have a soul patch? And how important are they? Do they have a soul patch? Yes, that's literally <laughs> Which means one basically, of the questions. are you a dude? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's amazing. He's like my sole news resource now. Yeah. He's amazing. And like, every joke has been thoroughly looked through and like, made in a way that he knows like, won't like, personally hurt anybody that doesn't need to be personally hurt. But it's also hurt. fucking true. Yeah. And it's, it, it pulls in actual truth. Yes. They make certain of all of that. Yes. It's not just bullshit thrown out to make money. And he like. gets to the root of the issue and makes a joke. Yeah. And he's British. Like, yeah. And his nose is huge and amazing. And yeah. I love him. Like. And he's just. He's so fun. His, he's so cute. His stuff is so, so fun funny. to watch. And yes. like. I am going to have it posted. Again. Like I said. I'm also going to have her TED Talk posted. She's a beautiful public speaker. She speaks out against online bu- uh, bullying. And I just love her so much. And you know. Even though. That she helped someone cheat. She is still a person. And she got humiliated publicly worldwide Mm -hmm. she knew that it was wrong she knows now that it's wrong like she's admitted to that yeah and like and it just proves that this is not victimless no and it's not just the spouse or whoever like it's not just the partner who is the victim Mm -hmm. both parties suffer all three parties suffer yeah it I mean, even like even just in your own little world, could you imagine that being blown up worldwide? No, literally worldwide. That's my deepest fear. Yeah, <laughs> one of my deepest fears. <laughs> imagine your worst mistake. Oh God! Like, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a panic attack. So that's my fucking story. I've been it. really excited about this for amazing. days. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm glad that I did it justice. I know that this was a bit of a longer episode, but it's really something that I wanted to dive into and I thought it was important. So yes. it was amazing. Thank you. It was amazing. Amazing job. Thank you. For real? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thank you.
Fuck that fucking quote. I did not have sexual relations, relations with, with that, that woman. Miss yes. Lewinsky. Like and I was like, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to my classroom. <laughs> and I took a little note from you when you were like, we need to talk more about like the climate around the time. That's why, I was, yes. that's why I did that. Good job. I'm so proud of you. That was Thank so you. good. Thank you. I felt really good about those notes. That's yes. why I didn't want to throw I them out and it. do something else. I love it. Oh my God. But oh I do want to oh do an God. episode on public shaming because yes. there are many others that we could talk about too. Add it in there. Oh, I did already. Did you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Are you ready? All right. So this is our game from um, Drunk Stoner Stupid caused it called caused cause I'm drunk uh, <laughs> called if you had to hashtag sponsor us and uh, I think it's my turn this week. I think you're right. Okay. So if you had to, would you run a marathon holding scissors in both hands? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> Me. <laughs> or I think mine's better. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> work as a human-sized vagina for demonstration purposes in a sex ed class that one i i'd do it i'd do it i would do that too i fucking hate running <laughs> <laughs> i know it makes you healthy but at what cost at what cost <laughs> talking's the worst chris <laughs> There's an episode of Supernatural where Dean says, like, he looks at Sam and he's like, at what cost? That's on a person wreck. And she looks at Chris, she goes, he's like, but jogging's so good for you. And she goes, jogging's the worst, Chris. (laughs) I know it's good for you, but at what cost? And I was just like, yes, Yes. we are the same. Oh my god! Okay, we still have so many cards. I'm so excited. Me too. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. You're amazing. We love you. Oh, um. By the way, guys, I set up a Facebook group for us so that we could interact with you more. Um, it is called Unspeakables United. Um, you'll know it's us because it has our logo on it, our beautiful new logo. And um, really, we just want you to get in there talk to other people post your best tequila recipes um, yes oh my god maybe we'll drink them on the show yeah seriously and I um a good cocktail I-, I found a recipe for margarita cupcakes we're making them on a next birthday yes um yes yes mine's, mine's next yeah before yours yeah <laughs> we're making them yes we're gonna make them but um also like i i have a post that i'm gonna do every friday where small business owners can like promote themselves because yes. i don't want to i don't want you guys to spam anybody with anything but like get on there promote yourself because we all want to support you yes and everyone yeah please. and i also um want you guys to share your crazy funny stories we might share them on crooked news and I will let you guys and know we'll that keep them anonymous. Like, yeah, just share your shit because they're you guys all have way crazier lives than us because we're fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I will let you know that we're not gonna discuss anything that's on the Facebook group without your permission. Absolutely. Please read the rules. Please answer the questions to get on. Um, I'm more than happy to accept pretty much anyone as long as you like listen and are active and are kind. One of the rules is don't mm-hmm. be a dick. Yes. Like, I mean, that's like our cardinal rule. Yeah. Like, podcast is yeah. don't be a dick <laughs> yeah don't so, be a dick <laughs> honestly the only rule to figuring out how to be a man in this time and 
in this time period. Yeah. Which, you know, all the rest of us fucking struggled with of like how to be a woman and how to be a trans person, how to be a gay person, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Like, yeah, it's your fucking turn. So you know how to be a man in this day and age. Just don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Done. Having <laughs> a dick doesn't excuse being a dick. My dropped. Done. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Also, don't forget to stop over to LexingtonBookie.com. Check out all of her amazing um, recommendations that she has done. She's been, uh, we're collaborating with her. Uh, She's our friend Amanda. She's amazing and wonderful and a true fan of our show. Yes. And we love you so much. Yes. She has a book blog and she has paired reading recommendations with our first 10 episodes. So please pop over to her website. She has amazing other things as well besides just our content. So, like, pop over, look at all her beautiful, witchy, and crazy, awesome reads. I wish I read more. Like, all of us need to read more. Like, let's be real. Absolutely. And all of us need to take time for ourselves. And that's the perfect combination. So, please hop over there, read that. And also, she just got nominated for an award. That's amazing. And please go vote for her yes like i want her to get that award oh my god yes i love her <laughs> yeah let's do it let's yes. all get together and do it so uh we love you there are for sure 17 of you listening please go yes, all 17 <laughs> of you go <laughs> vote and uh remember to stay faithful do your communication put yourself first put your partner first and remember you are not a monster bye guys thank you for listening to talk crooked Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.